Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new? Uh hey Hefe. <laughs> what's new, J what, what are you doing? Welcome to the Hideout Room Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It's a Friday night in the Hideout. It is. I'm my voice is shot. Uh, it feels like we already went through a Friday show. That's why we did. J Dubs, thank goodness for us. It's Friday again. Come on in and be somebody. 407 916 1041 and star 1041. If you have a singular In the hideout. That is Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder, 6'5, 500 pounds, 21 year old, black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair. And I'm hearing all around good guy. Yeah? Chunks, executive producer of the hideout. We'll do the Hideout Headlines game show here in about, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Turn them into prizes. We'll do it when we do it. That is uh, Bateman, our director. He's on top of the talk and roll controls. Responsible for the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. And Gibbs, the unpaid producer, <laughs> the screener of your phone calls, the soiler of daddy's socks. <laughs> Silence of alarms. Is there any update on that at all? I don't know. I don't know if he's warm or not because it's it kind of soaked in, so I don't know. Do you want to talk? Call, you want to call him tonight? <laughs> I think we should call him tonight. No, dear God, no. And let him know what uh what happens. Hey, Lucas, if you're listening, we need Gibbs's home phone number. So <laughs> anyway, there's a lot to get done on a Friday night, J Dubs. Of course. We have the open door policy. Tonight's open door is going to be way too much fun, Dubs. Last night, Chunks did beat your chick in one-on-one basketball. Mm-hmm. So that means that letter, Tommy is an ass, that he wrote to himself, Chunks, <laughs> uh, will not get read right off the bat. Well, uh, here's the thing. He's one step closer to having it not read, but there's six more steps he has to go to uh, get to that point of where it will never See the light of day. The hideout gauntlet, and tonight is challenge two. Tonight is a very, very good challenge that we cannot talk about yet. There's very secretive issues with it, but but we will get into it a little bit later. It involves the heretics and the heretics who participate. Um, Well, the heretics who participate will have a lot of fun. Yes. We'll leave it at that. Okay, J-Dubs? Also tonight, too, of course, we're getting you qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV. That sounder, uh, the Caller 7 thing, happens after the headlines game show, then at 815, 915, and 1015. As well as, if you come to the open-door policy, you'll have your chance to uh, get 
registered for that TV as well. So come on up to the Open Door Policy, and uh, you could be one of the lucky people that get uh, the qualifi- registered. The qualifications for that, Dubs. It is a fantastic television. Um, we haven't done it the past couple of nights. Obviously, last night we were downstairs. We'll do Hey Hideout, your on-screen phone calls. Uh, we will get an update on uh, what happened with uh, Gibbs, mm-hmm. an update. Um, did it happen in the hideout? The hideout recap of the week, uh, all brought to you by the podcasting on iTunes. Yeah, maybe not this week, apparently. Oh, no game show tonight. Somebody mm. too busy with themselves? Somebody has questions, but that's it. Hmm. No audio? Well, we can always move him uh, to go. He can still go get it. It is on iTunes. Uh, also tonight, J-Dubs. I want to get to that Charlie Sheen audio. We had it yesterday. We didn't get a chance to do it. You've been asked to donate a kidney. In a roundabout way, yes. I, I think uh, they're prepping me for it. You know, I think they're uh, kind of trying to sweeten the pot for me. I went to the doctor over my torn calf muscle and had the shock of my life. The shock was could kill you. Ooh. That was told to be my by my doctor could kill you. I'm thinking I hurt myself in a basketball court. He's throwing around phrases, could kill you. (laughs) So I will tell that story and how it's going and whether or not my days are numbered. (laughs) Because at this point, I genuinely do not know. But I'll give you the full story on that. And apparently, are the penthouse girls, are they here? I know that we got a couple of lovely ladies from Penthouse coming in. Yeah, we have Jamie Lynn and uh, Krista Ain. Krista Ain, Jamie Lynn, one of them Penthouse Pet of the Year, one of them the current Penthouse Pet. They'll be coming in, I think it's 7.15, and then hanging out. And we have a little fun thing that we're going to do with them uh, concerning Matt Albert, which should be fantastic. Uh, so, J-Dubs, first of all, though, I do want to congratulate Andrew Last night was the big free-throw shooting contest, the hideout shootout for that all-inclusive trip for two, airfare, hotel accommodations. You had the uh, tickets to the NCAA Final Four and the $500 in spending cash. And congratulations to Andrew, who came out in all of his Celtics attire and ended up winning the tournament, ran the table out of the 32 contestants. He was the last person standing. He um he won the prize. He sent me an email. He is actually absolutely ecstatic about it. And then you look, and you're going to see that two of the big big names definitely aren't going to be in the final four in Duke and Gonzaga, both getting knocked out last night. Mm-hmm. Duke actually getting their asses handed to them. Gonzaga in just a fantastic March Madness game versus UCLA. The big thing about Gonzaga, and I don't know if anybody's noticed this, is that kid, Adam Morrison, who has Gibbs hair, a little bit longer, and a dirt stash. It's not, it is an actual dirt stash. Is he the uh, Latin kid? No, I don't think he's a Latin kid. There's another one in in there out there that's uh, really good. Hey. Somebody's calling. By Curious DJ. Oh, ask him when we can talk to him. Answer, go ahead and answer it. Hey, what's up? Yeah, we're on the air right now. Do you want when do you want him to call in, Hepe? When can he can he call in during the eight o'clock hour? Can, can we he call in during the eight o'clock hour? Yeah. All right, uh, I'll give you a call when we want you to call. In. All right, later. All right, here's the fun. That's the funny thing. All right, that's Dubs's cousin mm-hmm. slash boyfriend <laughs> slash boyfriend. 
I haven't seen him in years. Who is on my top eight in my space and yours. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he was a friend of Matt Albert's on there until Matt left him a dirty message. For one hot minute, he was uh, Matt Albert's friend, and then it uh, got... A comment, and now he won't re- He deleted you, the the comment, and, delete- and won't add you back, will he? No, he won't. All right, so I want to talk to him about that and see if we can convince him to uh, be Matt Albert's friend again. But uh, beyond that, too, we still need an update about him and his chick that we uh, talked about on... Maybe a month ago. So we'll get an update on that and buy Curious BJ. But I want to thank everybody for last night. Comp USA, Played Against Sports, Hungry Howies, Crispers, all of the staff that made that free throw shooting contest a blast. In fact, Dubs, I got a lot of emails about it. Uh, one right here from Ross uh, saying, Thank you for the free throw shooting contest. Sorry that I went out in the first round. Uh, Hefe, you and Matt are two of the most genuinely friendly person- radio personalities that I've ever met. And I'll have to admit, for the two first two weeks, I hated this show. But you guys really grew on me and now are my favorite show. Thanks again, Rob. I need to uh, <laughs> rewind that a little bit. Matt? Matt is the most unfriendly son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. What are you talking about? It says right here. I'm lovable. You and- I still hate him. <laughs> you and Matt are two of the most genuinely friendly radio personalities that I've ever met. So Matt Albert and I... Did he find them friendly because he didn't eat them? Uh, Real Radio Darlings. True. Lovables. And um, Cuddlies. The Real Radio Cuddlies. I'm sitting over here like an a-hole. No one brings me up. Everyone uh... hated you yesterday. Did they? Yeah. They said you were a complete ass. You were antisocial. Mm-hmm. You were hiding in the corner. Usual. You didn't really talk when we were on the radio. Yes, I did. Oh, there was. I said plenty. There was when that... I was talking about Nightmare Dave. Yeah, when there was. <laughs> when something piques my interest like that, I can't keep my mouth shut. For the thirty minutes that you were trying to make a former wrestler cry over his ex-girlfriend last night, so I did forget that. Yes, you are somewhat nice. All right, Dubs, take a break. Let's break early and come back and get this show started on a Friday night. Penthouse Pets, open door, more than likely a fight between Matt Albert. Actually, well, Matt Albert will probably get involved along with Chunks and Tommy Bateman. Hold on. Do you want me do You want me to read one sentence from this letter? <clears throat> Tommy is an ass. I would uh, enjoy it, a little teaser, because you've only given me a couple phrases in the past. Him. Why? What's wrong? Oh, and are you sick, Chunks? Yeah. It'll take him less time to pummel you then. How about this? I'll start off with a thesis statement. There's a thesis to it. Tommy is an S by Alex Chunks Corolla Venezia. I'm starting to get sick of, quote, Mr. Blanking Perfect. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me, there are three F words in the first two sentences. You want the next sentence? Sure. I thought it was just one long run-on. I, I want to read the next sentence so bad. But I'm thinking, I don't want to give away too much, but then there's so much that's here that's so good, along with the... All right, I'll, I'll give you the next sentence. Okay. Every blanking girl that comes to the show looks right back at the back, right at Mr. Blanking Self-Absorbed. Well, you're hating on him because he's a good-looking kid? Dude, it gets better. 
That those are just the that's just That's the warm up. That's setting up oh Alright. I'm gonna say some homophobic things or thrown around thrown around a little Please. bit. Please. I still have a chance not to have it be read. No, that's true. Those are just the first two sentences. And then there's also the he probably blanked one. <laughs> Referring to oral and a uh, dude, mm-hmm. a particular kind of dude, as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm gonna tuck this here, my pieces of paper, and that will possibly be read during the open door tonight. You'll want to come up. You won't want to miss the second challenge. Take a break. Come back. We need at least three players. Three players for the Hideout Headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And after that, you get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP technology from Texas Instruments, the Projection HD TV. So hang tight. A lot to do along with Penthouse Pets and so much more on a Friday night here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Open door policy tonight at the end of this segment. Your chance to get qualified for that badass television 52-inch projection HDTV from Mitsubishi. DLP technology, that's at the end of the Hideout Headlines game show, which is brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Wholesale Furniture Market, beautiful $2,500 top, uh, $2, top grain leather sofa starting at $599. Wholesale Furniture Market with over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market. State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. Call now to be a winner. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome. To the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. All right, here we go. There are those six categories. They can be true, false, multiple choice, uh, choice, and fill in the blank. We will start off with Jay in Orlando. Jay, are you ready, my friend? Yes, sir. All right, which category? World, national, local, sports, uh, strange, or entertainment? Oh, how about local? All right, we'll start with local tonight. Local is true or false. Locals living in FEMA trailers. After the 2004 hurricanes are being forced to pay rent starting in May. Is that true or false? Uh, true. It is true. Um, Chunks, you're under the weather, right? A little bit. You want me to read the questions? Uh, so you aren't straining your voice? Yeah, because it sounds like you're hurting a little mm-hmm. bit over there. I'll try to help out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Can you at least give me a little backstory on what's going on as we, uh, as we read them? Yeah. Uh, FEMA trailers are basically, they, they don't charge rent to hurricane victims and people who are in need of stuff like that. Uh, unfortunately, FEMA is only allowed to provide free housing for 18 months, and a lot of people that live there are on disability and only make, like, $215 a month. So so their homes in New Orleans or wherever else along the Gulf Coast haven't been fixed yet, but uh, they're going to have to start paying rent here in a little while. Yeah. Wow. Okay, uh, Jay, which category would you like to go to next? You get that one right. Strange, world, national, sports, or entertainment? Uh, how about national? All right, here's national news. It is multiple choice. It's been found that thousands of 911 calls are being ignored in which city? A, Bismarck, North Dakota, B, Chattanooga, Tennessee, C, Amsterdam, New York, or D, Des Moines, Iowa? 
Where are 911 calls being ignored? Uh, how about B? Good job. Yeah. Well, hang tight, my friend. He is a winner. You got two out of three, correct? Um, all right, what's the story on this one? I guess uh, in Chattanooga they have about four dispatchers working at a time, and like three of them will take breaks all at the same time, and thousands uh, go, go unanswered. There was a family whose house caught on fire, and they called six times, but the phone got ignored all six times, so they had to run down to the fire station. They tell them that their house is on fire. Well, everybody needs a break. <laughs> Ironically, it was probably a smoking break, right? Yeah. But, More than uh, likely. Have you ever noticed? Does any? I've heard that maybe France, other than America, mm-hmm. takes more breaks per day, like on average. The odd thing is, you know, if if people actually got down and did the work they needed to do, we could probably shorten up the work days. I think it would be completely possible. I don't know if the businesses would actually do that. Here's but... the problem: we work way too long, you and I. Yeah, it's four like... hours. I'd like a nice 7 to 10, maybe 9 to midnight shift. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. Three, maybe even two. Why can't we just do yeah, the O'Reilly schedule? The old days of the hideout in, the, in D.C. when it was 11 to 1. All right, next up we'll go to, with Jerry and DeLand. Are you ready, Jerry? Let's try it. All right, here we go. We have World Sports Entertainment and Strange News still on the board. What would you like to go with first? Let's try Strange. All right, here's Strange. It is multiple choice. Certain hospitals in L.A. are under fire, being accused of dumping what in the streets? A. Used needles. B. Broken glass. C. Fat from liposuction procedures. Or D. Bums. What was D? D was bums. I'll go with that. Nice. All right, hold on a second. You'll get your uh, next opportunity. Yeah, I guess these homeless people go in for treatment in these hospitals in L.A. By the way, uh, filling in for chunks tonight, Wolfman Jack. <laughs> so, that, But, um, you know, they don't have room. I thought it was Harvey, Harvey Firestein. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to have these people stay there. So what they do is they put them in taxi cabs and drive drive them to this, like, bum place where, like, mother. bums live. <laughs> Right. If you were a gay bee. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jerry. Now, that, that was a little misleading with dumping water on the streets, because I I would never guess bums. I thought that was kind of the joke answer. Well, but the, the headline says, L.A. investigating alleged patient dumping. Ah. So that's what, I guess they call it patient dumping, and this is going on uh, in a lot of hospitals in L.A. All right, fair enough. All right, Jerry, world sports or entertainment? Uh, Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment. It is fill in the blank. Which popular ABC television show that takes place on Wisteria Lane will soon be made into a video game? So what popular ABC television show will be made into a video game? Fill in the blank. Oh, boy. Uh, Wisteria Lane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. I I have no idea. Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Now, uh, hold on, you have one more chance to be a winner, Jerry. What's the thing with the Desperate Housewives? Like, what is the video game going to be about? They're making, you're a chick that moves into the neighborhood, and you've got to make friends with the other chicks that live in Wisteria Lane to get mm. all the juicy gossip and information, and oh, who's God. having sex with who, and who killed who. And I it's can written imagine, by the guy who wrote the show. I can imagine just sitting there, tucked back, <laughs> sipping on a Long Island, playing that game. Um, a way to get girls into video games. World or sports? What do you want, Jerry? World. All right, here we go. It is fill in the blank. 
According to a Pentagon document released today, which country is said to have had provided Saddam Hussein with intelligence on U.S. military movements and plans before the 2003 invasion? So, Russia. No. That is a winner. Hold on, Jerry. Good job. Fantastic, my friend. He didn't know much about the housewives, but he knew about his uh, world. He's a real man. I'm a little disappointed we had the housewives uh, here uh, in the Hideout Headlines game show. <laughs> so what's behind this? What's uh, Give me the details on Russia being helped by Iraq or Iraq helping Russia. No, uh, Russia was helping Iraq. Apparently they got some information from U.S. and in, in, intel. Uh-huh. And... Uh, <coughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> just give me, give me a second. And they were just providing them with where they would be. They were providing the uh, Saddam Hussein where the U.S. soldiers would be, where they were going to hit, and uh, and uh, how fabulous they were going to be. I thought they were on our side. Oh wait, no, they weren't part of the coalition. Were no, they? no, no, no. Russia didn't hop in on this. Ru one. Yeah, Russia's Russia defense ministry isn't answering any phone calls or answering <laughs> any questions. Cold War, kind of it's back, baby. Cold War is back. It's kind of like you with uh, when we try to call you during the day. Just go right to voicemail. Hello, you've got Russia. Please leave a message. The mailbox for Alex Venezia at 7.03. Oh, please. Is, That's why the mailbox is full. It's full. Go through and delete then, you moron. It's the same kid. All right. Here now we he's going to start calling again. Here we go, Link. All right. You got to get this one, one or done. All right. It's sports, okay? True or okay. false? Keyshawn Johnson signed with the New York Giants today for a price of $19 million and a $5 million signing bonus. Oh, man, I didn't catch this. I'm going to have to say true. Sorry, Link, that is actually false. Keyshawn has signed with the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. Carolina Panthers negotiated the deal himself. His agent's under a one-year suspension. So he talks. So's ours. That's why we got hosed. <laughs> But uh, it was speculated that he either go to New York or Seattle. He was supposed to go to Seattle, stopped in North Carolina first. They gave him that offer. The rest is history. He's going to be uh, playing with... What do you mean the rest is history? It just happened today. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I guess technically it's history, but it's and hours old. The rest is the story. What are you now? Uh, Paul, Paul Harvey? Harvey? <laughs> Paul Harvey Firestein? Now you know. Now you know the rest of the story. The rest of the story. Oh. You're awful. Uh. <laughs> um, so anyway, there it is, the Hideout Headlines game show. Now it is time to ready your phones to call for uh, that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HD TV. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll find out what's going on next in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, we were supposed to have some penthouse pets, but they may be wandering around the building still. Uh, I could tell you about my going to the doctor. Yeah, I'd like to hear about that. And the phrase, you could die or could be deadly. Uh, that'll be next. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout, it's Real Radio 104.1. Tonight, be somebody on the phone. Come on in to the open door uh, policy. We're going to have a great night tonight. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. The phone numbers, keep them happy, uh, handy, if you will. 407-916-1041. And I like to keep them happy, too. 888 A happy phone is a ringing one. We got tickets to see the Predators and the Rush on uh, Sunday, April 2nd. More ticket info is at uh, OrlandoPredators.com or 407-44-PREDS. Are the pets here? Do you want to go ahead and bring them in now? All right, go ahead and bring them in. And, uh, Chunks, if you could, can you get me one of the uh, magazines to uh, 
thumb through while we're talking to them. Uh, Penthouse Pets. I think it's the pet of the year. We have one of them here. Yeah, we have Jamie Lynn and Krista Aim. All right, Jamie Lynn and Krista Aim. You got sexyjamie.com. This is J-A-M-I-E. And then the whole thing they're pushing is springbreaknationals.com. Perfect. Which I guess is going down. How are you, ladies? Uh, they can't hear us yet. Well, whatever. They don't have headphones. And uh, <laughs> sorry, don't worry. You guys just hang out. Yeah. You get situated, then we'll chat at you. Just figure it out. It's all good. Um, real fast while they're getting all situated. So I had to go to the doctor today. Yeah. And the phrase "you could die" is thrown out. Oh. I'll tell the full story later. But I'm sitting there. I tore my calf muscle, and I'm sitting there. And I'm thinking, all right, we're going to do a couple of tests. He's going to, you know, touch it, you know, the calf. Mm-hmm. And uh, That's what I'm going to do back here. And, cool. we, and we're just, you know, it's going to kind of be that thing of, yeah, here, you know, here's some meds, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Then he starts throwing around blood clot. Apparently, if you, if you like, tear. I usually only throw that word around when I'm talking to my girlfriend. You, when you tear your calf muscle. Uh, it could, like, set off this whole blood clot thing, and he goes, and it could be really dangerous because then it could shoot up to your heart, Ooh. and you could die. Or you could go to your lungs, and you could die. Or it could go to your brain. It could go a great many places and, and kill you. And you could have a stroke. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? Hey, I don't want to scare you, but uh, the only time my mom ever calls me now is to tell me about someone that I don't know from her church that's died. Mm-hmm. And apparently last Friday, this woman... She got like a blood transfusion or something. She has like low hemoglobin or something, and it caused a blood clot in her lungs, and she died like six hours later. Wow. That's what I'm talking about, dude. I wow. hurt myself playing basketball, and now all of a sudden I got to worry about blood clots and death. And thank goodness I'm alive at least right now. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, lovely ladies Jamie Lynn and uh, Krista Ain. Is that how we say it? Ain, I guess it is that how you Ann. Ann. All right, sorry well, about that. you spell that. it we're very odd. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Now, I heard you guys uh, over at the station on Buckethead this afternoon. Yes. Krista, you're sick? Yes. All right, you're a little bit under the weather? Yeah. Mm. What's wrong? What's the problem? Florida? Um, I understand. Yeah. I've been sick for now 11 months. Uh, what, <laughs> what, what's, what's the problem? Well, um, we've actually just been traveling a lot, and I just came home, and I had like 103 uh-huh. fever, cough. Right. Yeah, I understand. You're doing all the interviews. You're probably tired. Mm -hmm. You know, life has changed. Uh, Jamie Lynn is the uh, penthouse pet of the year. You guys, well, it looks like you have a good chance to rest up, Krista, because this Saturday and Sunday, you guys (laughs) are going to be out at the Spring Break Nationals, uh, the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach. www.springbreaknationals.com. Signing autographs, giving away penthouse goodies at the JVC booth. For more uh, information, go to springbreaknationals.com. All right, here's the thing. I know you guys have made the media rounds, and I'm sure you're tired of answering the same questions over and over and over again. I'm not going to do that to you. I know you did it at least twice today. I know you've been on satellite radio and the whole thing. I got more respect for you than that. I'd like to do something a little bit different, if you don't mind. Uh, And it doesn't even require you getting nude, although it would help. Uh, As you can see sitting across from you here uh, in the hideout, is Matt Albert. 
He's our six foot five. five uh, Dubs, this is the best thing. You can't see it. No. But the both of them both looked over at Matt. Snarling. Not even snarling, but with this look of fear. <laughs> like, okay, what are these? Shock jocks. This is what Dad warned me about. Yeah, what are the shock jocks going to do? This, <laughs> this is what Dad told me never bring home. Yeah. <laughs> if I have sex with one of these, my value goes down. Uh, so, oh. Matt Albert, 6'5", 500 pounds, 20... Like 10 your quarter panel. 21. <laughs> One year old. Uh, he's a virgin. He is. Uh, he's got gray hair already at 21 years old. He's got patchy baldness. He's had it since he was 19. Yeah. He's uh, he's really going downhill. Here's what I'd like to do though, because I'd like to frame him in a positive, attractive light. Ladies, normally you guys are in penthouse. You got pet of the year. You know, right now the cover of the latest issue of Penthouse. I mean, you know what beauty is all about. And you have been around cameras before. Mm-hmm. What I would like to do is flip it a little bit. Instead of the pictures being taken of you ladies, I would like for you two to be the photographers. And I would like the two of you to orchestrate a photo shoot with our lovely Matt Albert. We can, he will disrobe, he will get in any position you tell him to. Um, we could have a lot of, this is your chance because I mean, we can talk about it, but, uh, just real fast, like what the photo shoot process is mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you get in there, what well, you, I'm sure you're dieting, not that you probably need to, but you know, okay, I'm going into penthouse you're going to see my entire body. I need to be in my, you know, absolute tip top shape. He did that. He's done that. He's known we were going to do this for the last week or so. Mm-hmm. So he's in the best shape he can possibly be in. <laughs> and uh, and, um, and he'll do anything. He'll go in any position. He'll play the banjo. Whatever you need him to do, he's there for you. If so, I'm flexible enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if uh, does that sound cool to you guys instead of sitting here and asking questions? and all like, You've done that already. This yeah. is a chance for you guys. We'll push springbreaknationals.com. Jamie Lynn is the penthouse pet of the year. SexyJamie.com. I was on there earlier. Yeah. I saw uh, your photos and your video. I liked the one video in particular. I think you were just taking down your uh, your jean shorts. And I've got the magazines back here that I'll thumb through. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. And then uh, you got uh, Krista Ann, who is also here. Uh, she is sick, a little bit under the weather. But I think she's going to be a trooper mm-hmm. and help orchestrate how we can get Matt Albert looking good. We'll do the entire photo shoot in here. Is that fine? Now, we have we have some major decisions to think about. And you guys can talk about this. In your layouts, do you get to decide how... They are going to like shoot you or like the theme or anything, or do they just no, tell you no. this is the idea? Yeah. For our websites, it's different, but for um, the layout, no, we have the photographers who know what they're looking I, for. Here's what I'm kind of thinking: What is it about the smell of one of these uh, penthouses or any kind of magazine you get? Like they they've smelled the same since I was a child, and you know, once you flip through it, you just think back to when you started jacking as a kid. Now let me ask you though: Is the same? <laughs> smell is like a Victoria's Secret or a time? No, it's a completely, it's his own animal. It really is. It, it, there's no real way to explain it. Uh, real fast, what's going on at this Spring Break Nationals uh, that's going on at the, um, where is this, Daytona Beach this Saturday, uh, tomorrow and Sunday? What's going on over there, Jamie? It's definitely like, um, it is like stereo systems and people just bump in and um, a bunch of different people there 
you know, um, showing their equipment and showing what they're offering mm-hmm. for stereo stuff. <laughs> Dubs, you used to do that, didn't you? Yes, I did. I just bought a Scion, and your first thing was, man, I could pimp this I out. I could. I could, uh, I could totally rock it. Uh, I could, could make that thing uh, into its own little box. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you guys know about that. Uh, SpringBreakNationals.com is the information. So basically, it's out there bumping the audio equipment with exactly. beautiful girls. Giving away prizes and stuff. We're definitely throwing out a lot of different stuff, um, beach balls, <laughs> T-shirts, okay. signing headshots. Fantastic. All right, Dubs. I'm looking through these. and uh, The penthouse? I, yeah, and uh, knowing that uh, Matt's going to have to do these poses and everything, I wonder how much you are actually into it when you uh, – are you that much into it when you're making that face, or is that just completely acting? That is um, a bit of acting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and a bit yeah. more of acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, You just have to hold that face. I just have to feel so ridiculous. Well, um, You just have to get in the mood. I guess so. Well, we're going to attempt to get in the mood when we get back. <laughs> now, let me. do they have, like, mood music? Should we play something? We do some? have music. Yeah. Definitely. All right. What, what do you girls like? What's your, like, your favorite kind of music? Jamie Lynn and uh, Krista Ann from Penthouse. Is there anything in particular? I like Portishead. Portishead. Mm-hmm. All right, do we have any Portishead? Uh, what about you, Krista? What do you like? Anything in particular? Um, Hip hop? Any kind? Rock? Like rock, yeah. All right, rock. Maybe some uh, corn or some tool or something like that. All right. It's fine, yeah. All right, whatever. She, she's sick. She just wants to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's what we're going to do. She wants to be anywhere but here. I don't blame no, her. Especially because no. Matt's about to get near. No, don't worry about it. We do too. Trust me. <laughs> if we could have taken tonight off, we would have. The beast. All right, here's what we'll do we'll take a break, we'll come back. And um, we should decide on a layout for Matt. And we'll put all these photos up on realradio.fm. Matt, do you have any sort of thing in particular? Here's my thoughts. All right? This is just the first thing that popped into my mind. I'm looking down in the trash here, yeah. here in the uh, hideout. And there are a lot of food wrappers. Ooh. Surround himself with them? I'm thinking, like, placing, like, a lot of food, empty food containers and wrappers around him as if he were a bear rug. I would say maybe a Twinkie over the junk. One of his nicknames is the Grizzly, and I think if we laid him out like he was a bear rug, how about this? How about we lay him, like, passed out, kind of like Chris Farley? (laughs) Like, kind of looking into the future of uh, how he's going to go out of this world. And then we put, like, all of these different things around you. I would like him to get, like, into the character like they do in these pictures and maybe, you know, do, like, the giggling thing while he's eating and everything. And... <laughs> all right, so he's eating. He's in the look of pleasure on his face mm-hmm. as he bends over and eats. And, ladies, here's what I need you to do. Because we didn't, we didn't put we you can't to... be mean, though. No, you don't have to be mean. And I like I like that little palm tree behind you. Oh, yeah, it sets the scene, doesn't yeah. it? It does. Um, good lighting. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're not going to be mean. I need you guys to talk them up the way a photographer would talk you guys up. All right? We'll take a break. We'll come back. Yes, Matt. you got to make me feel sexy. All right. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> make me into a tiger. Good luck. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year, SexyJamie.com, and Krista Ann, who is on the current issue of Penthouse um, they're going to be at Spring Break Nationals, springbreaknationals.com. That's tomorrow and Sunday out in Daytona Beach, signing autographs and giving away penthouse goodies at the JVC booth. Next, we turn the tables in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's live on a Friday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star1041 on your singular wireless phones. Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year is here, sexyjamie.com, and also Krista Ann, 
current penthouse model. They're going to be at the Spring Break Nationals, springbreaknationals.com, at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach tomorrow and Sunday, signing autographs, giving away penthouse goodies at the JVC booth. Uh, Dubs, I was talking to him during the commercial break. Yeah. And I guess this is their sixth radio interview today. Today. And I just well, told, I just want to apologize on behalf of all of radio yeah. uh, to you, because I'm sure it was just a lot of fun all day today. <laughs> I'm sure it was just a joy. And now they get to wrap it up by um, trying to take photos of Matt Albert. Sexy photos, six foot five, 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair. And I guess we figured out the layout that we're going to do. These girls are going to take the photos mm-hmm. of Matt. Just beautiful girls, obviously, if you look at Penthouse. Tease his clothes off, too. All right, he's going to do he's a tease? He's tease it off. That's yeah. what I was planning on doing. All right, Matt, <laughs> would you like a little something to, uh, like, some Silk Freak Me? Or... Oh, yes, Silk Freak Me. Do we ha- Tommy, do we have Silk Freak Me that he could... Um... Yes, that's the one that I put into this system. All right, so... Now Matt will do a little tease for the ladies. How, there we go. All right, Matt, how much do you think you're going to take off? Or is it going to be a surprise? It'll be a surprise. All oh, right. No. And girls, I mean, just as soon as you want to start taking the photos, feel free as long as you know. All right, they're so hot. Take like, your socks off. All right, socks first. <laughs> you sure you want to put yourself through that? <laughs> socks are really sexy. Yeah. yeah. He's actually got little sexy. pads like paws like on the bottom of his feet. <laughs> All right, so there go the socks. Just the one you have big heels. Okay, yeah, that's what's big on you, the heels. So, all right, here she is. That's uh, why he's a better athlete. Yeah, that extra bone. So, oh my God! All right, no. All right, Matt is <laughs> Matt is already pulled down. Got a little ass crack showing. A little with the with the turnaround. And the kind of the... His plumber's crack is bigger than my hand. <laughs> All right, now it's his pants are dropped, and he pulled up his shirt. Okay, and I, Jamie Lynn is the one taking the photos. Okay, Matt. I want you to, like, leave your pants, your panties on, or your underwear on, and I want you to tease up the shirt. All right, so leave the panties on. And- yeah, because you have to tease out. We have to see the whole work of things going down. Like this? Yeah. There you go. There you yeah, go, I'm sexy. Like, like surprised. Like, oh wow, how did this happen? <laughs> oh. How did I get in this situation? You didn't even need direction. No, he he he, he looks at a lot of porn. He has so you many. Take this shit off, though. You have to take this shirt off. All right, he's got so many gigs of pornography. Oh, he's trying to double up on shirts. Oh yeah, he oh that's what every fat right. guy does. You got to mm-hmm. know that. And so now <laughs> now he's the gym. Now he's just doing the flex. The Hogan. I right, look at the Hogan with his belly just hanging out over his junk. Hold it, hold it. You gotta hold it for a while. Hold on. Uh, all, right, all right, you gotta hold it, Matt. Nice. You got. Yeah. Right. I need to see some like nipples. Yeah, no. You need to like no. work it up and just like kind of, you know, art and like throw your hip out a little bit. All right, now he is lifted up, and it's the right breast exposed. What the hell is that? It's going on RealRadio.fm. No, no, Krista no. Ann. I want you to, like, pull it over your head, but I want I you want to keep guy. it like that. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not, you're not following directions. you got to follow directions. Work with me here. Jamie Lynn is helping you out. All right, baby. I want you to take your shirt off, and I want you to kind of fold it right here above your head, like, and then give me, like, a nice... Oh, my God! Come on now! 
Kamala. It is so Kamala. Come on now. Yes. Come on. Come on, Matt. I don't know how to do it. Pull it up and over. Like go like this, like with your shirt, but only yes. like go like this, but like keep like keep with your arms a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness! Oh my god! No, pull no, you gotta pull it all the way up. No, Matt, like over this. your head. Like, up like that. Do you want him to show you how? All right, well, like, y'all, crisscross your arms and just right. go like that. Hold on. What do you got? Can you show him how it's done? I will show you. I will show you okay? All right, Jamie Lynn's gonna you actually. Have to go like this, right? Oh wow. Take it off and just like... Oh, uh, right, right before it gets over your head. Is that a Victoria's Secret bra? It's actually Frederick's. Oh, mm. Frederick's. All right. All right. Who's he? Go ahead. You ready, Matt? So you got to pull it up a little bit over. You got to get it over your head. All right. Yeah, and then like he... through your arms. Yeah. I'll tell you when this <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, that is maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the last time I, last time I, the last time I saw that was on top of the Empire State. He hurt his back. He hurt his back. How did you hurt your back, dude? You were just taking. Not even in heels. Come on. All right, now let's get a couple on the floor. Like I want the bear. The bear rug shots. Again. I want him topless. On all fours. And I want him actually on his knees like this. And I want him like tease his underwear down. Oh, good. That's so nervous. Pull your pants up, dude. That is. No, you keep them hanging down just a tad. But actually, rotate a little bit. Rotate a little bit more. All right, Chris is a. She's sick already. She's going to throw up. There is something white in there. I don't know what it was. Maybe right. it was Jamie. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, Jamie Lynn. I mean, is his photo shoot done? Penthouse Pet of the Year. I like no, to do. I'm taking a picture. All right, now the girls are gonna take a picture. That was so much fun. That was so fun. All right. Well, ladies, I gotta say you're tremendous sports. Thank yes. you guys for coming in. You're very fun. Sexyjamie.com for Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year. Again, uh, Spring Break Nationals at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach. This, uh, actually, tomorrow and Sunday. Signing autographs, giving away penthouse goodies at the JVC booth. SpringBreakNationals.com and Krista Ann in the current. I feel like I've been eye-raped. <laughs> well, it was. Right in a rape. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, we're putting all these up on RealRadio.fm. Yay. So, uh, you know what? <clears throat> on a scale of 1 to 10, ladies, before you guys get out of here... Uh, what do you rate Matt as a uh, like as far as a one to ten? Like where would he be? Take it to mind. Take his shirt off all the way for me. So no, not as a model, just as like a guy, like that you saw walking down the but street. But his poses, like he I was like very pose. comfortable. And he has a nice round butt. I really like it. So, oh, and, and take into account personality too, like how that's definitely come and in all his emotions and in his very face. Confident. Right. Definitely. I so like it. very confident. A two? But, no, we have to at least <laughs> give him like. Let's give him a seven. Oh, yes, wow. exactly. Dude. No inflation there. And it's not, man. That's actually not too bad. i got to say, you performed very well. I'm very you impressed. performed very well. I'm very impressed by the girls because they said that with a straight face. No, they did. Yeah. Well, they're actors. Yeah, they're actresses. <laughs> well, there they are. Penthouse. you got to go get it. Um, and, of course, you want to go out tomorrow and meet these lovely ladies. Very good sports. SpringBreakNationals.com. Go pick up the current edition of Penthouse. Penthouse Pet of the Year, Jamie Lynn. Also, Krista Ann, Penthouse Model. Uh, SexyJamie.com. You guys go enjoy 
our lovely town of Orlando and have fun at Daytona Beach this weekend. All right, ladies? Thank you, Thanks, Thanks for coming to The Hideout. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's The Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into The Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Reminding you at the end of this segment, you'll want to be caller 7. Get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi Projection HD TV, the DLP technology on that television brought to you by Texas Instruments, the TV brought to us by CompUSA. At the end of this segment, you'll want to be caller 7 to be a winner. Only other way to uh, get registered for that is if you come to the Open Door Policy tonight. It starts at 10, uh, last hour of the week. We do the Open Door Policy. Come on up to the hideout. Hang out. All right, so those girls were in here, Jamie Lynn mm-hmm. and Chris Dan. They were very, very cool, good sports. And they provided us with some of the best web content I think we've had in a long time on the hideout. We have pictures of them, but uh, we have also, and they are just gorgeous, I know, you know, and I, I, um, I heard them, you know, on the radio and stuff, mm-hmm. and I know that they probably they don't want to answer questions. No, they don't want to. They what got you in the modeling? You know, they want to put. So, so tell me what it's like to be uh, in the page of the penthouse. I mean, it has to be just amazing. You got a boyfriend? How does he deal with this? <laughs> <laughs> but um, this one is the maybe the funniest picture I've ever seen, dude. It's Matt Alberts, the one where he's bent over. Ugh. Pants pulled down, Ugh. looking at the camera, and it is seriously the funniest thing that I've ever seen. They were fantastic, too, like as far as telling you what to do, but I think it, you have a lot of modeling ability in you. Is it all the porn you look at? Is that what's going down? I've seen a lot of poses in my day. He's practicing he said, model. by the way. He said poses. <laughs> yeah, you ought to go over to Lane Bryant. <laughs> hey, if they were still open. I think they're closed down now, aren't they? No, they're open. They're kind of hipper, though. Mm-hmm. They I'm sure hippier. they are. Hippier. Poor Krista is sick. What is it mm-hmm. with girls named Krista sick this week? I know I your know. chick was sick yesterday, yeah. too. She's finally getting over it. <clears throat> she was a very good sport yesterday. Thank her for coming out and playing chunks. Too bad she lost. Mm-hmm. I think if she was feeling better, because I played basketball with her before, I think if she was feeling better, she probably would have done better. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's tough doing anything like uh, physical when you are feeling under the weather. Uh, Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, first time caller. I was out there last night for the the Comp USA term. I just wanted to say thanks. It was my first time getting involved with something you guys had going on, but I listen all the time while I'm working delivering pizzas. But I really appreciate it. It was a awesome event, and uh, looking forward to getting involved with more going on. You guys are really awesome, and you keep me going throughout the night anyway. So, uh, Nick, I just appreciate. Want to call and say thanks. Hey, man, thank you for that, and I appreciate you coming out yeah, and uh, having fun. Yeah, uh, Matt. Nick, are you the guy that knocked out the? Guy, Unfortunately, the guy, I was the guy who uh, had a good performance and then choked on my own chicken bones in the uh, third round. <laughs> oh. He went 10 for 10, and then he only got four. Like the Oh, he's round. the one that knocked out RK? Yeah. He knocked out RK, who went 9 for 10. So Nick right now went 10 for 10, and then in the next round kind of lost it. Yeah, lost. yeah, just couldn't keep it together. But like I was saying, it was, it was awesome, and I appreciate the opportunity. You guys are great. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Remember, there's always the open door and you know other events, too. But uh, thank you so much for coming out, man. Thank you very much. Glad you had a good time. Yeah. It was so fun meeting everybody. Mm-hmm. It's fun just uh, doing stuff where we're around people. And well, I, I enjoy seeing the, the immediate reaction from some people and some of the stuff we were talking about. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, going to, like when we were talking about the bathroom and the uh, the brown triangle of terror. Right. And I got qu- comments of that from my dad. He uh, he called me today. He said he was listening up to that point and he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's the problem with this show. Mm-hmm. We just take you to a certain level, then it gets uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Matt, Matt Mateo, by the way, who helped out big time last night. 
Um, also, too, doing a lot of the uh, rebounding, trying to keep everybody in order. Yeah, Mad Matt. Yeah, and uh, Matt Albert, can, uh, good job with that counting on the uh, number of baskets everybody made. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll keep that to a minimum. <laughs> now, now, all right, don't, Matt. Now Matt looked over. Oh, like don't give he, me that stare. Uh, he will hurt you. <laughs> you better calm down. He just had a good, a good segment. Hey, Dub, so I, like I talked about it, the other big thing that people have noticed from the photos that we took yesterday mm-hmm. was the fact that I was hobbling around with a staff um, trying to balance myself. Yesterday I talked about it briefly. I tore my left calf muscle, and so I was hobbling around. I didn't want to go to the ER because I knew what they were going to say. Ice it. Well, Here, here's some pills. And you you didn't really want to go because it was in the middle of the afternoon, and you know you had to work that night. It that, was going to take a long time to get in. That and a torn calf muscle, you're going to sit there. You're, gonna, you're behind essentially everybody. So I figure I will just wait it out and get an appointment. I got an appointment this morning, mm-hmm. went in. With an incredibly creepy Skeletor-like doctor, who maybe is 90 years old. Guy or girl? Guy. With a real weird white chili bowl haircut. <laughs> Beretta. Possibly. Wearing slippers. He so, was wearing slippers? Yes. No socks. So I go in there, and by the way, I guess it's something about... You had going- a patient yeah. work on you. Dude, it's one of those things where I go into his office... There was not anybody in that office, like, coming in to see the doctor that was under the age of 70. And here I, you know, and they're all walking better than me, by the way. <laughs> so I go in there, and I sit down, and, you know, he starts going through, and I tell him what happens. And immediately he goes, I want a Venus Doppler done. And I'm like, okay. I don't, I'll go to the Premier Adult Factory and pick one up. Yeah. Or does he want to tell you the weather? I don't understand. I, I didn't know what it was. So he says, and he kind of, he had horrible bedside manner. And it was basically, here's what could happen. I guess he's so old, it doesn't matter anymore, like how to phrase things. Mm-hmm. So he goes, uh, we need to get that checked out because you possibly could have a blood clot. And it could be very serious because it could go to your heart, uh, to your lungs and heart and you could die. Yada, yada, yada. It seems like he had some kind of mad scientist. Yes, yes. A mad scientist is a very good way of saying it. I, I, I imagine, like, him turning you into, like, Rob Schneider the animal and, like, replacing your calf with, like, a cheetah calf and, uh, you know, you just, just parting you out. So. Turning you to the island of Dr. Moreau. Now, mind you, I tore my calf muscle and I'm thinking, you know. Whatever, I've hurt myself. It'll take six weeks, six months. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be hobbled for a little while, but whatever. Happens. Th- then he throws out blood clots and could go to your heart and you could die. I had never, ever heard of anything like this happening. Really? The only Well, not from a torn calf muscle. I, I remember the only time I've ever heard of a blood clot, something like this, was remember Dick Cheney, I guess, about three months ago? Oh, yeah. He, he had one a... behind his leg, and they had to go in and operate mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't kill him. So now he's sending me out to this place to go get this, th- this this procedure done, this Venus Doppler. And I don't know if anybody knows anything about it. And if I could get more info, that'd be fantastic. 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. So, oh, and then the other thing he tells me, too, is, oh, real fast, wrapping that up. So he's going to send me over to this place mm-hmm. to get this procedure done. And he goes, do you want any pain pills? And I was like, no. Yes. 
I said, I'm not, I can just take some leave and I'll ice it. And he goes, well, we don't fill prescriptions over the weekend, so just in case, here's a prescription for 30 Darvacet. Nice. Did you get them filled? No. Why not? I'm not going to get them filled. I don't need them. Well, yeah, but there's other people around you that, you know, why, why you know, let it go to waste? I'll, I'll pay for the copay or whatever you have to pay. I just hurt my back. Oh. You did. Oh. I can take it off your shirt. <laughs> so I'm like, so he gives me the prescription. I'm like, fine, whatever, I'll take it. And he goes, and go over to CVS and buy yourself some crutches. And I'm like, you don't have crutches here to give me? I've got to go buy my own? I'd, I always thought you left the doctor's office with crutches. But somehow they don't supply crutches anymore. You have to go. And the great, the funny thing is I went to a Raw, Walgreens first. No crutches. Then I have to go to uh, like three other different places to get crutches. You should have said, no, we already have chunks. Don't worry. <laughs> That's been our crutch for about a year and a half. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I whatever, hope we, whatever we need to go to. <laughs> Blair and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Blair? Hey, I got some information on the venous Doppler for you. All right, what is that? Well, it's a device that uh, listens to the blood flow in your veins, Ooh. and they're just doing that to make sure because if you've torn a muscle, you could have also torn uh, torn the vein, which uh, would create a blood clot that could go, like he said, to your heart or, or to, your, uh, to your lungs. Okay, so that's where the danger is in tearing the muscle, possibly tearing a vein, and that's it how is. the blood clot would start. Yeah, it is possible, and that device just measures the uh, or listens to the blood flow and makes sure there's no problem. Okay, all right. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense then with what ended up happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no problem. So I go over to this place over here in Winter Park to get it done. Now I also found it odd that he didn't look for a MRI. Like I figured maybe he'd want to do an MRI to see what exactly happened, but he was more concerned with this venous Doppler. Well, he's uh, he's a seasoned veteran, and I'm sure just by looking at it, he is old enough. I'm sure he's seen it all. Yeah, and his uh, he's been around enough X-rays. I'm sure it's just went to his eyes now, and he can just see through everybody. So, I go over to this place, and I got and I'm sitting there, and I got I guess I got a disrobe for them to do this. Sexy. I can keep my shirt on, but I got to take off my pants. Talk slower. You know, I always wear two pairs of pants, mm-hmm. two pairs of shorts. Did you do any poses? No. <laughs> well, here's just arch your back. Like, here's what's funny about suck it. Your thumb. <laughs> here's what's funny about it. So I lay down, and it was a it was a heavier lady, who probably was hot in her day, but she was like I don't know, probably forty something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm laying down, and then it dawns on me, I haven't showered since yesterday. <laughs> well, you haven't been able to. You haven't really been able to uh, hobble into the bath. And. I played basketball and wearing oh my very last underwear which are actually the tidy whities complete with holes stains no stains not even on the front here's the problem where the stains would go mm-hmm. holes oh so there's that <laughs> you're basically wearing a jock strap yes. <laughs> so I go in and I have to lay down and then the other thing too, she she says, um, "You're gonna need to take off your your shoes." And I'm like, "Okay." I take off my shoes, and my feet stink. And this poor lady has to sit there with my dirty ass and my dirty feet. And she does the Venus Doppler thing. Mm-hmm. And 
a thought popped into my mind for one brief moment. Giving her an extra 20, seeing if it works like a... Uh... Yes. <laughs> she was an older, heavier lady, but somehow I begin fantasizing, like, in her mind, she's got to have me, and, like, her offering her mouth services. Well, you know what you should have done? And then I'm thinking, would I accept? Yes, you would. Just for the story, despite... You know the looks. I'll give you. I'll give you a little uh, advice when you're in that situation and how to get it done. Just tell them you feel like you're having some colon problems too. <laughs> Have them check that, and that just gets the mood started. You know. <laughs> she had the KY for the um, exactly for the whatchamacallit. They the have it right at all times. Right. Amanda and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Amanda? Hey, how are you? All right. You know, I just started listening to your show last night, and I'm hooked on hearing about your leg. Oh, thank you. I pre- well, now I'm just going to keep it going so you never tune out. I know. I'm it like, man, I'm have to listen every night. It takes me an hour to get home from work, and I'm just like, i got to listen to 104.1. Thank you, sweetie. Um, oh, well, I'm a nurse. I did get the Venus Doppler done. She didn't give me any information other than it looks like you're going to be okay. <laughs> I'm going to send off the pictures to the doctor. We'll find out sometime next week, but right now it doesn't seem like a blood clot is developing. No, I, they were being way overly cautious for that. You'd have to, most of the time I work with cardiac patients, and right. it's, it's mostly like laying in bed and, you know, the sedentary lifestyle people that... I can do that. You know, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> See, now laying on your ass for the next couple of weeks, you'll probably be more at a risk than you are now from hurting it. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. So, well, well, no, because you're, you're up and moving, and you're you're young. You're not, I don't know why they did that, but well, I guess I, you guys. It pissed me. So you're a nurse, too? Yep. Let you me say, come up here and check colons? Let me ask you this, Amanda. Um, when he said, I'm going to send you over for this blood clot thing, it pissed me off at first. Because I'm thinking, this guy only sees old people, and this is what he would do with old people. He's just doing it with me. So I go home and Google it, and I guess it turns out it does, this does happen with torn calf muscles. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I mean, I had no idea about that. Yeah. So, anyway, there it is. Well, Amanda, thank you, and I'll keep everybody updated on my leg. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> All right, thanks. Keep on tuning in, because we're going to keep on talking about it. And then uh, the other thing about it real fast, other than the nurse, other than me and my holy underwear was I get the crutches now. Mm-hmm. I, this is the first time I've ever been on crutches. Yeah. So I don't know how to use them. And I'm with Matt walking in, and I haven't figured what out the right... About? Well, hold on. I haven't figured out the right speed yet. And so then I start showing off. I'm like, watch how fast I can go. Watch how fast I can go. And then I guess on the carpet, one of the crutches got stuck... <laughs> And I like stumble forward, almost busting my ass right up. One of the worst things, it's probably on the security cameras out here in the hall here at the Clear Channel Compound. We got to get a hold of that. Chunks, get a hold of engineering, see if we can get a hold of that for next week. And put it on the website. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Look, no hands. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm speeding along, I'm racing Matt, and then all of a sudden the stumble, and the trying to brace myself. I know me, I'm so stubborn, I would never use crutches. I would hop on my foot, I would try just hopping everywhere. You know what's funny though? I already feel a little bit better, having iced it, having taken some of leave, and now using the crutches. And I don't think, I think I could be ready for the media bowl. 
Really? I think, I mean, it's only been 24 hours now, and it feels a lot better than it did. I'll tell you what, I feel your pain right now, though, because my thumb is killing me. It's not I, even, what do you mean I your went, thumb? I went bowling today, and the first ball I rolled out, I could just feel the muscles in the thumb just aching. Hmm. And I, I'm just telling you, I know where you're coming it's from. It's not even close to tearing a calf muscle. Watch, watch me try to write. Mm, I can do it. You write I, like can, a, I can fight through it. You write like a dyslexic retard anyway. What, Joe? Oh, that's the problem. Dubs, are you okay? I mean, I'm, I heard Hefe talking not, about something, but are you... Not really. My thumb is really hurting me. Do you need me to get you something? Please, an ice pack? Oh, I, yeah, I'm actually over here in maybe, pain. Maybe some Darvacets? sets? What? Yeah, definitely, Dubs. Um, Hefe, I'll get right to you. I just... What was that, Dubs? Darvacets and uh, ice pack. All right. I'll get it to you by the end of the break. Thank I could you. use the ice pack. Yeah. What? Matt? Shut up, shut up. Dubs, are you all right? Seriously, you're on my team. I need you for Saturday. You know, I'm really hurting. I'm going to fight through it because I love you guys. Mm-hmm. But th- this thumb thing's really killing me, man. Okay, no, I'm going home. Well, my actually, are with you. I'm kind of concerned about Matt now. I know he did some strenuous exercises mm-hmm. for the show last break, and he was hurt in the line of duty. Do I, I not matter? Am I not sh- here I'm on talking. this earth? Okay. My hell, name hello. What the hell is that static? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Congratulations to Ian Johnson of Orlando. Got qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV from Texas Instruments and CompUSA. Another qualification for that going down. 915, 1015, and five qualifications at least to those heretics and those of you who come up to the open-door policy tonight. Last hour of the week, we open up the doors to the compound, mm-hmm. and you come on into it. Um, so all that going down. You can see a picture of that, by the way, on realradio.fm. And I keep looking at these photos that the penthouse girls took of Matt Albert. Matt, I'm proud of you, buddy. You stepped up. Repulsive enough to be great. <laughs> Thanks. Did a fantastic photo shoot. This one, I may... Uh, Touch myself too. You do have a great ass. Thanks. I, hell? I, no, I will admit. If, hold for, on. for a fat man, it is very well shaped. It Violence is. In fact, if you cover it, I'll look at it and think of Queen Latifah. I got a little jiggle on it too. Oh man! But then I look at your stomach. Yeah. You know what's funny though is that I can so tell you've lost weight. Even the posing looks good. If you compare when I dance with I, uh, that one, it was creepy. The one of him. It, there's one of him with his in his underwear, with his belly hanging out. He's pulled up his shirt and he's like kind of got his index finger in his mouth. Like, right. Oh, I'm naughty. <laughs> These are actually really funny. <laughs> the best one though is it looks like this left knee is ready to buckle. Dude, look at it that is. for a second. Look at the just the left oh, leg. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, dude. I know. You saw that in the shower today. Um, those we talked about my medical problems for a second though. You got a call. Yeah. I, I found it very odd that before the show, your dad called you. Well, he called me yesterday during the show, and I never got a chance to call him back. I haven't talked to him in probably about two months. Ever since you went up there and you guys were thrown around the end bomb together? No, it's been. Uh, we've talked since then, but since really, really since I lost my phone, I've only talked to him once, and uh, then I didn't save his number, so I wasn't able to call him back. Now, who needs to talk to the person who uh, gave you life? Yeah, donor. That's what I call him. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, he calls me and he tells me my aunt is in the hospital. His sister? Yeah, his sister. And she's probably going to need a kidney transplant. And they don't know where she's going to get it from. So 
he's passing along her number to me so I can call her and talk to her. Not outright asking me if I would be willing to down, but I think they're fishing around that area. So and I say no. I'll flat out say no. To be a kidney uh, donor. Mm-hmm. To your to your aunt. Mm-hmm. You close to your aunt? No. All right. Does that make a difference? The fact that you're not close to her? Uh, I will use that excuse, but no, I wouldn't give it up for my mom. You should have yelled "not it" on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought of it, I would have. I swear to God. I change the subject very quick. So, how you doing, Dad? And you know that's the whole reason he called. Mm-hmm. You want to call her on the air? Uh, I don't have the number yet. I'll have to write it down or anything. But uh, she's in the hospital, so. I w- and it's so odd because we just talked to our ex-program director who was in the hospital. We talked mm-hmm. about her briefly earlier this week, Chili Walker, mm-hmm. the great oh. Chili Walker. And he sounded very weak. Oh, man, it, that sucks. Congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. Whew. We're getting old. Everyone around us is falling apart. And we're in our 20s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So you, would you ever donate an organ? No, I'm uh, I'm not an organ donor on my on my uh, license. License. Why I, not? Even after I'm dead, I don't want to. Why are you being so selfish? I it's Republican. Creepy. Why is it creepy? <clears throat> I don't know. I just think it, if you, like you're parted out like a car. I just I, think of it like lying on the table, cold, and someone slicing you open. Mm-hmm. All right, now, first of all, you're not going to be cold. You got the body's still got to be warm. I think that's part of it. I know, but I'll be yeah, on but a cold table. They're rushing you in. You're going to be dead anyway on a cold table. I want to be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they're rushing you in just to part you out. Dibs. Dibs on the liver. That's Ooh, what happens. Like terrific. But don't you realize, though, in a way, you get to continue living. No, you don't. That's not... Through other people. You and your legacy gets to go on. And honestly, no one wants my organs. They've Why been not? beat to hell. True. The drug use, the smoking, the drinking. You're just your average uh, human being. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna bail out just as quick as they put them in. All right, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Let's say, what blood type are you? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. AB. Either. Yeah, I don't know what I am. I, I believe I'm AB. I'm one of the O's. I think. I don't know which one, though. Yeah, I should probably figure that out. But anyway, let's say you and I matched up, mm-hmm. and I needed a kidney. Would you? Kidney? You kidding me? That's what I would say. <laughs> what the? Not it. <laughs> what the hell? Not even for me? No, no one. You're... My girlfriend di- dying on a table. No. Dude, you can live without. You can live with one kidney. But do you consider that living? Yes, with, the, with only one kidney, you can get by just fine. If they die, can they give it back to you? I would hope so. That would actually that piss me off if someone else got it. But Indian giver. Yeah, but it's just like being a hammy down, like uh, like an old T-shirt. And then they pass it on to the next person. That is interesting to think. If you gave it to somebody and they ended up dying anyway, could you get it back? It is yours. Mm-hmm. It should match. I know John Locke's angry. Ah, welcome home. Carol Ann in Winter Park, ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Carol Ann? Everything. What's up, guys? Hey, yo. Hey, um, I think that he should get...
give his kidney. No. At the very You're least, uh, there's something you could do. You could help give yeah. life to and, your family. And if it doesn't, if she dies, they can give it back to you. So I don't want. I don't want to give it or get it back. What are you afraid I'm of? Just saying, just think about Girl it. Girl germs. I thought about it, and no. Uh, no, you got to open your heart. No, yeah. How about you donate your heart? You got to open that's your the heart. Wor- oh, thank you, Caroline. That's the worst organ I got going. Tell me about it. If somebody could donate me a calf muscle, that'd be fantastic. Half of mine, I'll give it to you. It would. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you does got that, extra. That, that was gonna be the second extra bone joke for yeah. uh, this show. Great athlete. Hey, I, I don't know. know what, I don't know if it'll fit because of what blood type are you? I don't know. You said it was like an O or something. Yeah. I think it's uh. Oh, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, I just wanted to play it for someone in the room. <laughs> um, Janine and Rock Ledge, you're in the hideout, ladies first. What's up, Janine? Not much. I was just listening to you guys. You crack me up. I drive home from work from a dialysis center and listen mm-hmm. to you every night. Oh, oh, wow. This is right on topic then. <laughs> and I want to tell him first off, no, you cannot get the kidney back once you give it. Nobody can. It's gone. Why? Why? All right, that is shocking to me, and I think that uh, that is uh, horrific. You wouldn't want it back. You wouldn't want it back. Why not? Because they, they have to give that person so many drugs and stuff to keep that kidney going. I would want it back just but, to keep in a jar. But I would not give your kidney to anybody either at your age. Why is that? Because you can live, people live their whole lives with one kidney and never have a problem, but what if you did have a problem? Are yeah. you working at a dialysis center? You should be the person who's saying, please I, donate. No, no, no. I think you should donate after you die. Okay. And I think, I'm telling you what, I'm, I would never give my kidney to anybody but my son. All right, so sons and families only. All right, well, I don't even know. Like, I, and if, dogs. If I was on dialysis, I would never expect my son. Like, I would never take one from my child either. I don't think. I don't think he should give one to his aunt now. No. <laughs> All right, no. thank you, Janine. Unless his cat needs, needs it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I'll give Sailor whatever she needs. You give her a little bit of you uh, mm-hmm. every Saturday night. It's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. Friday night in the hideout, here in about 30 minutes, another qualification for that 52-inch DLP technology television from Mitsubishi that we're giving away. Also, thank you to Texas Instruments and CompUSA. Right now, though, Dubs has just told me his dad called him because I guess his aunt is dying. <laughs> or needs a kidney at the very least. Yeah. And, and you refuse to donate. They never, they haven't outright asked me yet. You think they're listening but... online right now at the hospital? <laughs> Could be. But uh, he he's not even a big fan of his family. I, I know that's why he is trying to pass the buck. You know, as a father, why would you go to your son? I, or do you think it's one of those, uh, yeah, I, I called Justin and he hasn't really committed. I wouldn't count on it, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it was by request from them. Uh, let's go to Matt and Melbourne here in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, um, never ever register to be an organ donor. That's what I do. Oh, why is that? Because first of all, organs are so much money—like half a million to even, you know, a couple of million dollars for a heart or a kidney or a lung. So you figure, if a hospital stands to racist. make a lot of money off you, and you're hanging by a thread, then your chances just got a lot worse. You know, I've always wondered about that, but I've been told the opposite—that that's. Like, that would be my thinking. They're not going to save me when they could easily harvest me. Right. But at the same time, I've heard that's, you know, they got to do everything in their power to save you. So, yeah. But I, they might go above and beyond. 
Um, I don't know. Thank you, Matt. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I'm not risking it. <laughs> I have an important question for you, Dubs. Sure. What did she give you for your birthday or Christmas? Nothing. I haven't gotten anything from her. I don't think ever. Well, oh, hold there on, hold on. Hold on. How, much, how much money does she have? Nothing. Wow. <laughs> I smoked my first joint with this aunt. <laughs> well, then there you have something. Yeah, those memories. <laughs> Thank you for leading me down that road. Let's go to Will in Orlando. What's up, Will? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. What you got? I just, I just wanted to ask uh, Dubs. Mm-hmm. If you if you had a son and your son was dying, would you give the kidney then? No. No? No. Are you, you would not give it to your son? I would not give it to anybody. I'm not kidding. Okay. Another question. There's nobody else in your family that has that would give the kidney except for... They, like, we, are a, up to you. we are a pack of selfish bastards. It really seems as if it's a very close-knit family. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Will. Look at you. What? All I, selfish? I, I really have no issue saying no. That You know what? You, this is why it's so disturbing to me. Here... Just about everybody in the hideout, if they needed a kidney, if I matched, I'd give it to them. I would give them anything but body parts. What the hell? <laughs> hey, can I borrow a thumb? No. That's what they My need, thumbs, though. I do need a thumb. I'll trade you a thumb for a kidney. Okay. <laughs> I don't a- need it. I just want to have one on ice. <laughs> Although, then you got to wonder, what's that movie? There was a movie out there where, like, the person took on the traits... Of the organ donor. Oh, idle hand? That was body. The hands? Yeah, and it was also body parts. It was also another movie. But wasn't there one where, okay, let's the husband dies, they harvest out the organs, and then the organ donor falls in love with the widow. Oh, yeah, or the guy who got that. The guy who oh, got the organs. Wasn't it uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, I think so. Let me look with it up real quick. Can, uh... All right, so- 407 I'll give you a prize if you know what that movie was. I can't remember what it was. Is this Second Chance? Butter in Orlando. Is that what it was? I think so. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Saw that on a plane. My, hey, my question is, is if you had a perfect stranger call you up on the phone and offer you money for your kidney, how much would you sell it for? <sighs> perfect stranger needs a Now, you can't do that, can you? I know that's illegal, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he's cutting out on me. Not if it's your cousin from Meepos. <laughs> Look at you cracking yourself so up with proud. your perfect stranger's joke. I was laughing at the silence afterwards. <laughs> like, did you actually drop meepos? Any idea what time uh, around that was? 80s. 80s? Yeah, I, I, if you could Are sell you it. I thought it was 90s. Nah, I think it was 90s. TGIF. If you could sell it, how much money? I think I would ask, I know it's illegal to do it, I'd ask for 250 $250,000. I would sell an organ for 500000 I thought you just said you'd never do it. <laughs> Not to just give it. All right, let's go to Mary in Orlando. What do you got, Mary? Hello. Hey. Um, another movie about organ donating is Return to Me, David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. Oh, I do remember that one. Okay. Fantastic movie. David Duchovny's dead wife, ha- Minnie Driver has her heart. Uh, and, and now, have you ever heard of that, Mary, where people actually, like, begin to kind of take on the traits of the people, uh, of the, the like, the people that they got the organs from? Or is absolutely, that just... absolutely. There's a book called A Place in the Heart. This woman got someone's heart, 
and she started having dreams about riding motorcycles, and she started to do research on who she got the heart from, and it was like a 20-some-year-old guy who died in a motorcycle accident. All right, see, now that's eerie. That's really uh, eerie and kind of creepy. Hey, I appreciate it, Mary. Thank you, sweetie. Ladies first in the hideout, Jenna in Orlando. What's up, Jenna? Hi, I think I know the name of the movie you're, you're thinking of. Okay. I, I think it was like 29 grams. 21 grams. 20, 21 grams, that's what it was. And it was and we were both way off. Uh, what, when did you say it was, the 80s? Uh, yeah. No, that's not from 2003. Yeah. No, but that's Sean Penn. And that's Sean Penn. There's another one with Robert Downey Jr. And Sybil Shepard. Yeah, no, I do. Oh, I think no, that's. I don't know what that one is. Yeah. All right, thank you, Jen. I appreciate it, sweetie. No problem. Uh, you know what? Jimmy has it. I think we had already said it. Didn't you already say it, Tommy? Which one? Second, Second chance? chance? No, it's Jimmy. What's yours in Winter Haven? What do you got? Uh, it's Chances Are. Chances Are. 1989. He just died and was reincarnated and ran into her after he grew up. Oh, so it has nothing to do with organs. Right. All right. right. Yeah, and then, that one's 1989. Then you don't win a prize. I saw this. All one. right. You guys have a good night, man. Thank you. You too. You could just get one from, like, a baboon or something. I saw this documentary a few years back, like 1992, about this... Uh, guy who dated this waitress and he had a baboon heart i couldn't even get through it <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about you never saw untamed heart no. with marissa tomei and uh, christian slater no i've never seen untamed Look were they him. for meepos that's twice now he's cracked himself up jason in orlando i have failed references what's up jason Look, I, I get that you won't donate your kidney, mm-hmm. but voluntarily a doctor agreed to take your own kidney out so you could keep it for yourself and cook it and eat it. Would you do that? Is that intriguing to you at all? Uh, no. Would you take out your kidney and eat it? No, why would I do that? You don't wonder what you taste like? I'd take some fat out, grizzle it up like Salty. bacon. Nice. Hmm. Something I wouldn't use ever again. Put it on a nice bagel. Mm-hmm. Spread it. Howard in St. Cloud. What's up, Howard? You're in the hideout. How are you, hideout? Hey, Good. buddy. And last, forget about even donating organs last week then. I think it was a professor in UCLA mm-hmm. who was selling body parts. Of uh, He had an embalming room in a secret house, in his house. Oh, you know, I do remember hearing about this. Oh, he was selling for big money. So how much money was he getting? Do you know, Howard? Uh, a lot, like 5000 for a limb. 5000 Is that a lot? Yeah. Well, for somebody, a dead person, yeah, who didn't even know these bodies even existed. Oh, okay. You know what? Bums? I think because they were donated, I think. So then it's kind of, well, it's donated. You're getting it for free. And then you go yeah. turn it around and selling it. He was selling it, exactly. All right, thanks. I appreciate you it. got it. Right? Bye-bye. Well, if it's only 5000 I'm throwing out 250000 No one's going to want my fatty kidney. Someone would if, like, they're on a long waiting list. Yeah, but you can't do that. It's illegal. Why? Because then the rich would be the only people who have access. Like, they're not the ones who already are the only ones who have but, access. But then we would get, like, the poor people get rich by selling their uh, kidneys. That's the problem. You're going to go off and sell off your bodies mm-hmm. if you're poor, and that's your only way to it's make it body. out? your <laughs> body. That's what you want to do? I do agree with the whole choice thing. But then you're almost not. I mean, it is a choice, but then it isn't because you're, you know, you don't have much option otherwise. You think about that, then you would have like proportionately like low income, probably tending to be minorities, <laughs> you know, farming out their body. All right, I'm gonna sell this kidney and get out of the hood. Having an extra kid just to farm off. Its oh, kidneys. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it could That's be, not a bad idea. It could be. Just, you're you're a, you're an idea man, Matt. <laughs> How about this? 
Has there been a movie that's been written about that? Maybe that's the movie where it's this really weird couple that specifically is they're always having children mm-hmm. just and then somehow the child dies and then they take it and they're donating and somehow they're getting money for it. That'd be nice. And Copyrighted. They have, yeah, copyrighted. And yeah. they have to move from different places around the nation. A nice, creepy, Stepford white couple mm. yeah. that no one would ever suspect. Mm. And that's how they make their living, off yeah. of their dead baby's organs. Best idea ever. All right, we're gonna get Sounds to, like a batch film. We're going to get yeah. to writing on that one. Dead babies. Mm. There's one that's similar to that, except they're like cannibals. They, that. Sto- they stole it. It only came out in 1989. Stole it. I've been working on this for 17 years now. <laughs> 17 years. Well, they were working on it for at least 18. Why they always, write it. Why was raining on my parade? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, We got the WWE 2005 pay-per-view rewind box set Ooh. to give out. WrestleMania 22 live on pay-per-view in Bride House. In demand, 376 Sunday, April 2nd. Planet of the House, I'm sorry, Planet of the Apes DVD box set. PlanetoftheApesDVD.com. Orlando, just give me one of those. Orlando Predators tickets, yeah, I'd like <laughs> me as well. I'd like to be a winner. Hold on, let's go to ladies first real fast. Tara in Orlando. What do you got, Tara? Oh, uh, Talking about movies with body parts. There's this movie where um, a guy kills for a de- an ex-detective, Clint Eastwood, a lady that has his exact rare blood type. It's called Blood Work. All right, Blood Work with uh, Clint Eastwood. I'm going to check all these out. Uh, yeah, that's the one. And uh, the guy from Dumb and Dumber, the opposite Je- of Jim Carrey. Jeff Daniels. That's it. All right, he's in there. All right, thank you, Tara. What's up, Mad Matt? You know they had a uh, house at Universal this year called Body Collectors, where it was yes. actually them harvesting bodies in there. Ah, I forgot yes, about I that. Do remember that. In now. fact, no offense to you, and you did a fantastic job in the dust from dust till dawn one. I thought that was the best uh, they house. Won, they won house of the year this year. Yeah, Halloween horror night. Pretty, what, pretty what, good until the end. The end was kind of lame. What was the, that's where um, with my leather pants and my sprayed on abs? Thanks. <laughs> oh. what, what was the one with the water shooting over and everything? I really like that. That uh, the one that was in the Poseidon Adventure. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it was with all the miners. The mines. And yeah, yeah. You wore the little helmet. Yeah, that was cool too. Hey, I'm already looking forward. All my family's coming to town, and I tell them you got to come back in October for Halloween Horror Nights. And you, I know you work out there. Any word at all? I know you guys, they're probably already working and deciding what they want to do, right? Well, they plan it out a year ahead of time, but they don't tell us you actually go for auditions in August. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, that's cool, man. I'm already looking forward to that. Hey, let's check in with your cousin. He's in my top eight on MySpace. By Curious BJ. BJ. What's up? What's going down, brother? Are we uh, just hanging out at the mall. <laughs> what mall? <laughs> Tell me what mall. I'm at the, uh, I think the Eastwood Mall at Schuler's Bookstore. Whereabouts is that? That's off Lake Lansing in ah. Lansing. Okay, so by Curious BJ is Dubs' cousin and friend. And the funny thing about BJ is we've had him on the air a couple of times talking about his girlfriend who she left him for another guy named, what was it, Jerome, who was from Sweden? Andre. Huh? Andre. Andre. Andre, who was from Detroit. 
by way of Sweden. I don't know. Or from Sweden by way of Detroit. Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> how's that? First of all, how's that relationship going? It's going good. Everything's bad. You guys back together? Going. Living together? We are. All right, now, here's the funny thing about this, too. Uh, all of the crazy stories that Dubs talks about include by Curious BJ. Mm-hmm. Real fast, if you go to BJ's profile on MySpace, which you will get a kick out of, again, he's in my top eight. Um, as well as mine. What's his easy, he, doesn't, he hasn't picked out an easy URL yet, but his, his caption is, where is Jason Meadows? <laughs> Dubs, who is Jason Meadows? Jason Meadows is the be- benchmark for nerd or geek in Fowlerville uh, for our grade. He's the kid, and he he left our school probably around seventh grade, and he still remains benchmark for everything that you want to beat up in life. What are some of the things that you and Bicarious BJ would do to Jason Meadows? BJ, do you have any stories? Uh, I, I remember one time when we were in uh, gym class, uh, <laughs> and Mr. Hayes left uh, our gym teacher left the uh, the gym while we were running laps, and uh, a kid named Jesse Ogden turned around and slammed the kid to the floor. Uh, Jason, Jason Meadows. Meadows to the floor and started kicking him, and then we all just kept on running like normal. And when Mr. Hayes came back into the gym, Jason Meadows was just laying there half dead, and everybody's like, "Oh, I don't know. I think he just fell." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this gym teacher was just a hothead. He was just yelling, screaming, spitting out all over us, and made us run for the rest of the gym class. Now, there's another one, too, involving pins. What's that one, really? Um, actually, uh, I don't know if BJ was a part of this one. I know it was uh, me and uh, a couple other kids. We used to uh, take a pen, rub it really fast against the desk, and heat it up. <laughs> and, and then, like, just during class, during, like, English class, put it against his neck. And he would jump up and start swinging and getting all pissed off. And then he would be, you'd be the one to uh, end up getting sent down to the principal's office because he got up and started swinging at us. And you guys were stabbing him with a hot pen. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, bye. Wait, wait, I got, this is, my, I think, my favorite memory of all time. Of Jason Meadows. By the way, class, talk- there was this kid, man, his name was Chris Steele, man. Yeah. Too bad you guys, too bad you never met him before. But he, uh, he, in the middle of the test, the class is completely and totally quiet to hear pin drop. And he turns around and he looks at me. And he goes, "Hey, watch this." And he gets up, walks to the pencil sharpener, sharpens his pencil, comes and he sits back down. And Jason Meadows is sitting right in front of him, and just out of the blue, literally stabs him with his pencil. <laughs> Puts it two inches in back. Oh, he just freaking gets up. He's like, "Oh my god!" Rips his shirt off. He's bleeding. Blood <laughs> sucking his back. And Chris, I don't even know why he did it to this day. I don't know why he did it. He got sent to the office. He got sent to the office. He got suspended for like 10 days. Because back then, you know, you get expelled for that now. But they just got like 10 days out. But it was, oh, it was so hilarious. All right, let's take a break. It hilarious. <laughs> it sounds funny to me. All right, let's take a break. And co- BJ, can you hold on through the break? Because we have something we want to yeah, talk no to you problem. about. no problem. All right, think of, Dubs, why don't you go chat with BJ for a second, see if he's got any good stories during the commercial break, and we'll come back. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night coming up at the end of this segment. You get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi television. And then also, too, we'll do the Hideout door prize blowout right now. Oh, in an hour, the open-door policy. But right now we're talking to Dubs' cousin, Bicurious BJ who is in my top eight on MySpace. I'm on your profile right now. And, BJ, yeah. you have an interesting little sl- slideshow that says Fowlerville's Finest. Now, Fowlerville's where Dubs is from. and it's just Oh, a bu- I, have a, I have a new uh, Fowlerville slideshow on mine as well. It's just a bunch of pictures of dudes. What is that? 
it's uh, pictures of people who I found from Fallsville who have gone to prison. Uh, what it's is their mugshot? It's their like. What have they done? Well, a couple of them. A couple of them. There's a few uh, molesters, child molesters on there. <laughs> Tell them not Joe's story. One of them what? on your uh, slideshow. I know Joe's story. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture on there. You'll be able to tell who the guy is if you get on there. He's a short, round-headed kid with a, who's fat, chubby, with a bald head. That's all no of them. scars on his face. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He used to live in a trailer park in downtown Fowlerville, Michigan. All right, so downtown has trailer parks, all right? Yeah, he lives in a trailer park. Well, he was kind of a loner, didn't have any many friends. He's kind of a dork. No one really hung out with him. Kind of felt sorry for the kid. He was a big-time Hulk Hogan fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, he walked on doing Hulk Hogan fans back back when Hulk Hogan and Zeus were a big rivalry. And he always oh, loved it. You know what? He actually, I remember in uh, in uh, middle school, I was in the bathroom uh, at the urinal, and he kicks open the door and actually announces himself, weight, height, and uh, where from, like he's coming down the aisle. <laughs> oh yeah, and then he would, I mean, he would literally, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. So what did he do though to get to, in uh, jail? So, you know, there's got to be more to the story than just this. But from what I heard, well, I know this part's true. There's a couple of kids who lived in the trailer next door. And he used to come over and hang out with them. They're, they're he, he much the, younger. They were, with his mom in his mom's trailer, and his mom was gone all the time. They were much younger kids than came him. over. And apparently, on one, one of the occasions, um, he went to the bedroom, and the kids were out in the TV watching, were out in the living room watching TV. And he comes down on he, he comes out walking like a duck completely naked quacking completely completely aroused quacking flapping his arms like a duck in front of the kids <laughs> what the hell he also used to uh call up to the school and get those kids out acting like the the parents of the kids and uh he got busted uh exposing himself at the bus stop oh my god I right, he went away. He got like he's still in. He's been in there for a while. Yeah, he's been in there for at least two or three years. That's why there's got to be more to the story. He had to have done something, but I don't know. The <laughs> that, don't that's know not enough. Uh, so what else is uh, all right? So let me ask real fast what happened between you and Matt Albert. I know Matt Albert added you because you know you're in our top eights, and then Matt Albert left you a comment on your front page. Matt, what did the comment say? I think it was something like. I gotta respect the man who still spikes the three hairs he calls a hairline. Keep up the struggle. So he was making fun of your balding head, BJ, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. And then, uh, this was like at like 3 a.m. <laughs> so I get a call from BJ. Who is this Matt Albert guy? <laughs> I just find it funny because I don't have a uh, receding hairline. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, now, here's what's funny about this, BJ. I get, you know, you can post multiple photos on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you took that photo down that uh, Matt was commenting on. There's one photo of you. The one the one that's up there now is of you throwing a gang sign. <laughs> and the, two black kids dancing below you. The other one, I guess, was the one with the spiky hair and the receding hairline. Why did All right, you... let, me, let me tell you. There's a story behind this. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm up at the uh, computer lab at the, uh, at the apartment complex I live in. Mm-hmm. And I'm up there with one of my friends also we went to high school with, with Justin and my or J Dubs and myself and uh Justin's your real name? Wow. I had no idea. Mm. So you're up there with Scratch. I'm up there with my friend friend Scratch and uh we uh <laughs> and I just all of a sudden get this this uh request to add this guy. And I had no idea who he was. I didn't even didn't know anything about him. So I add him 
And maybe like two minutes later, I get that message from him. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, it doesn't, you know, I didn't, it didn't make, it didn't make any sense to me. And I'm looking at my friend Scratch. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I go and look at my pictures. I'm like, it doesn't look like I have a receding hairline, do I? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't at all. So I went into my view more pictures so we could see the other one that was on there. And he goes, yeah, man. <laughs> Because you got a huge forehead. <laughs> All right, so you insist that you don't have a receding hairline; you just have a very large forehead. Yeah, I guess, so, yeah, but yeah, it looked bad. So it's why deleted it? Why delete Matt Albert? Well, I didn't even know who he was at first. I deleted him before. No, I you didn't. Him. You deleted him after I told you who he was. Yeah. Well, he was just. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you re-add him and all the other heretics who are going to go in there and add you on MySpace? Okay, I mean, friends. I can re-add him. It's not a big deal. I didn't, didn't have any... Well, you, didn't see the point in it. Well, you, <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was malicious and wrong? <laughs> that way everybody can I post comments yeah, about your pictures. Slander. It's not slander if it's true. You have a receding hairline. You have like... Three, Do I? Yes. Yeah, you have five hairs up there. All right, I'll take... I will take it with my webcam on my head. Many different angles. And then we Please. can and then we can decide whether or not you have a receding hairline. Absolutely. His hairline's like a bad picket fence. It's just, <laughs> just right, <laughs> just all broken down. Just holding on around a trailer in downtown Fowlerville. <laughs> BJ, what else is going on in your life? Anything new? How's the girlfriend? Well, she's doing fine. Are doing you great. are you with her right now? Right now. Are you with her? No, she's gone. She left. We went. She wanted to go shopping. And we were at this place, at this shoe store next, right next door to here. Mm-hmm. We were literally in there for like an hour. And I'm like, finally went from like, hey, we've been at a shoe store for an hour. And of course <laughs> she gets mad and they don't want to shop with her. So I said, I'm going to the bookstore. And I came in here and she's off somewhere else. Hmm. Healthy. Y'all going to go eat later on? We already ate. We went to I know, but I guess you La Senoritas. Off what, of Lake Lansing. What did you have? Yeah, that's the other thing. We call him earlier in the yeah. office, and he goes... I call him about 6.30 in the office, and he says, uh, right now I'm at La Senoritas off Lake Lansing. Like, I'm going to map quest it and go there and meet him there. Like, I... I, I like I'm close. So you know where it's at. Well, so what? Who cares? It doesn't matter. You give directions to some place in Lansing. I want to know. Let him know where I was at. That's all. He knows. He knows where Lake Lansing is. Hey, BJ, how's the sex with you and your chick? Uh, not not bad. Okay, that's great. Are oh, you... she she. I am a little disappointed in, in one regard. All right, be radio friendly. What are you disappointed in? You guys got like a delay there, right? Her yeah, we got, just be safe. I'll be safe. She, uh, well, to be honest, I like I like to go down on her. Uh, you can't, can't say that. that. Damn you. Hold no. on. No, no, no. I will clean it up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> can't you say that? No, you can't say that. Hold on. We're ramping the delay back up. Don't talk until then. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we're talking to Vicarious BJ here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Dubs' cousin. All the crazy stories that Dubs talks about. Usually BJ. BJ was, right was his running buddy right there with him. And we're talking about his girlfriend. We've had the two of them, you know, on the show before. Uh, you can usually hear their stories on the mixtapes, all that kind of fun stuff. So I, we were in the middle of asking him how things are going sexually with him and his girlfriend. And uh, he says he enjoys one of his favorite things to do is provide uh, Pleasure. treats, yeah. pleasures. Of the oral persuasion, all right? With her. Yeah, you know, pleasing her. Yes. So what's the problem with that, BJ? Well, you would think that you would think just in general that most 
you know, women would enjoy that and like it. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, she does. <laughs> well, like, I like to do it all the time. Don't ask me why. But I just like to do it all the time, and she just does not. You're starving, man. Yeah, because you like roast beef. You're excited that Arby's has the uh, Arby melts five for five. Yeah, you're just uh, pouring cheddar. Go ahead. Maybe I'm just not any good at it, I guess. No, probably not. So what's the problem, then? So she won't let you do that anymore? She does, but just not, you know, on a regular basis like she used to. She's not excited about having... Uh, you well, your receding at, hairline yeah. between her legs. Yeah, she has to. She has to look at that hairline whenever you do it. So it's it's kind of not enjoyable. Yeah, so. Hey, well, you know, I, maybe you guys are onto something. Maybe you know, maybe I need a rude awakening. Now, have you been able to? Re- does she reciprocate? Yeah, sure. So does she like doing that to you? Uh, yeah. She'll do it whenever I want, but I'm not big into that. You aren't, what do you mean you aren't big into that? Oh, wait, 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 hold on a second. Okay, I totally forgot about the story. I talked to him, like, over the weekend, and uh, BJ found this girl on the Internet not too long ago, and he was meeting up with her on a regular basis, and I guess she was pretty hot. So he was meeting up with her, and he, he they were talking sexually, so he went over to her apartment, and he was being used as a... Uh, as just kind of a mouth whore for her. Oh! And three times in a row he went over there, and that's all he got to do. Was and she... do something to her but have nothing done to him? Yes. And she was she hot? Yeah, she was good looking. And what, did it go anywhere from there? No, and she, that's as far as she let it go. What did you tell her? Like, whenever she was finished, did you say, hey, my turn? Or did she say, hey, it's time to get out, fat boy? Uh, the first two times I didn't do anything. I was just kind of like went with the flow and it just kind of stopped. And, uh, I, and the third time I tried don't do it then. to go a little farther and she pretty much just, eh, no. Leave? <laughs> if you oh. touch me anymore, I'm going to call rape? Yeah, it's getting, it's getting kind of late. Shoot. BJ is a serial uh, internet chick grabber. Right. Um, how many chicks have you been with on the internet? Um, <laughs> that, that nervous laugh doesn't doesn't bode well for you. What would you say, fifteen, twenty? That'd be a fair assumption. And is that I would what, say more than is that is that what the new MySpaces account is for? Oh no, not at all. I just actually like, there's a lot of people on there who I went to school with who are still on there who I talk to. So all right, BJ. <laughs> all right, we'll talk. Well, okay, later. wait, wait, wait. Fifteen or twenty girls. Give me the most horrific story of the fifteen or twenty girls. <laughs> the most horrific? Yeah, most like uh, the one you wish you would never have uh, gotten involved with. Okay, um, I was talking to this one this one lady. She's a little older. I think she's like thirty five. <laughs> God. Okay. And uh, she was from Mayo, which is which is a northern Michigan, way up north. Mm-hmm. So she lived a long ways away, so I could never I could never meet up with her. But one day she called and said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be in town, and I'm going to have a friend with me, you know." Maybe we can get together. And I had no idea what she looked like because she didn't have a picture or anything. Okay. I was really skeptical about it. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, I really didn't know. But she had, you know, finally I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll agree to it. So I had her meet me over at one of my friends' house houses. Well, they show up, and the, the girl, the, the lady who I was intending to meet was not very attractive, but her friend was. Mm-hmm. Immediately puts me in a bad scenario because my friend was all over was, was all over this of her friend. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of kind of stuck there with, with her, with the dog. I was kind of being the wingman, but I had a little uh, alcohol in my system, and uh, 
<laughs> just went down a road I shot. <laughs> How uh, far did you go? Did you go all the way? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> so now, like, uh, you ever ask one of your... You ever ask one of your friends, like, you know, like, let's say a girl's walking by and she's not very attractive, or you know, but you're like, and you look at your friend, you're like, hey, man, would you? Yeah. You ever, you ever done that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, now it's to the point now where it's a joke between uh, this my this this guy and me, where if he ever says, hey, man, would you? And I gotta be like, hey, man, I did, yeah, I did, I did Garen, man. I guess. Yeah, I, I, guess was, I would. I guess the name was Karen. All right. Yeah, her name was Karen, and it wasn't your mom. Mm. All right, what the hell? What'd yeah, you my, do, my mom's what, name's Karen. What'd you do, Dubs' mom? Uh, well, I did this Karen. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would go down well, that nasty road if actually, I did Karen. Actually, the friend that uh, he went over to to meet up with the, the chick, uh, the friend uh, used to call my mom in the middle of the night and try to have phone sex with her. <laughs> what the hell is going on in Fowlerville? And my mom well, would go along with it. <laughs> he, that, that same guy, ended up... Ended up, ended up sleeping with the hot chick that night, mm-hmm. and I ended up doing her a little bit down the road. All right, so you followed and went there too. Hey, let me. Yeah, oh, I'm, that, I'm that guy. That and another thing was, uh, you were seeing a chick and you brought her over, and you you all three of you guys were in the same bed going to bed. One time, BJ is uh, he's like, well, uh, the other friend is passed out. I'm going to try to fool around with this chick. So he puts his hand over to uh, go to the area. And his friend's hand was already there. <laughs> so two of you are going for the pot of gold at the same time. Holding hands. <laughs> now, let me ask you, you know, wrestling. I meet this chick. Did you pull back Badly. your hand or did you keep going? She wants to. I, I, I was all about, I kept going. Hell yeah. Right, so did you and your buddy both do it? No, she, he got up and left after, after a few minutes. And you just went ahead and did it? Well, I already had. Yeah, Matt. It's like a bad finger trap. <laughs> right. Chinese one? Yeah. All right, BJ, we'll talk to you later. All right, 5,000. 5,000. 5, Maniac. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that kid. He fascinates me. I can never get him off the phone because I always think of another one. Just another crazy Fowlerville story. <laughs> what I you... didn't even get to the fat chick where uh, he was drunk in bed with her, and he just wanted to sleep, but she wanted to fool around with him, so he decided to use his digits just to tame the beast, as he said. And keep her at bay. <laughs> just so he could get a nap. Just so he didn't have to actually do it. Like she's Beowulf. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Here's what we need, Gibbs. We're going to need a caller seven for the qualification. Then we'll need, what, at least three players for the hideout for the hideout door prize blowout? Call now and be a winner with the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is Friday night in the hideout. Coming up, the open door policy. Dubs, I'm reading back over this letter again. Yeah. Or this Word document that my chick found about Tommy, written Shunk by for, Chunks. Yeah. Titled, Tommy is an ass. Phrases like self-absorbed. Actually, it's more of a Mr. Blanking self-absorbed. Thinks he's Mr. Perfect? I'll give you another little, well, no. He's probably blanked one. I bet I can shoot 53 throws. I could speak, but I'm not perfect. (laughs) So anyway, hey, congratulations to Barry Wright of Orlando. Got qualified for that 52-inch 
Mitsubishi DLP, Projection HDTV, another qualification in less than an hour, and also, too, for all the heretics and heretics, about five or six of them. Hey, hey, watch how I shift the focus off my bad joke. Hey, Gibbs, thanks for emailing me the pictures last night. You know, we never got... Let's play the game first. Silence and, and then we'll talk about Gibbs and an update mm-hmm. on what he did to his father's socks last night. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Ladies first, as usual, in the hideout. This is the hideout door prize blowout. The name of this game is Did It Happen in the Hideout? You have a cheat sheet, if you like, if you go to iTunes in the podcasting section or on the hideout page on realradio.fm in the podcasting section. Uh, If you get one right, then you can be a winner. How many questions do you have? Ten. All right, so maybe we'll take more phone calls then. We'll take more people. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If you, uh, we'll give you two chances to, so you don't get the first one right. We'll give you the second go around. Let's start ladies first in the hideout. Sarah in Orlando. You ready, Sarah? Oh, yeah. Did it happen in the hideout? Here is Gibbs. Gibbs, the first question, please. All right. This week in the hideout, did Jimmy the Jew call in to give us his advice on tipping? Did Jimmy the Jew call in to give advice on tipping? On tipping. Uh, yeah. That's correct. Hold on. You're a winner, sweetie. You should never, ever tip anyone, ever. Even a doctor, if they save your life, don't even thank them. What are you talking about? Can you thank them? That's not cash. It's wasted income. Stop. You don't understand. What do you mean I don't understand? Enjoy middays. You could buy something else, a stick of gum with that tip money. You could go to the five and dime store. Okay, thank you. You could could spend a fortune You could fill your cup. All right. Jimmy the Joe. I love that guy. Yeah, I've uh, we've been getting phone calls from him for a while now. Mm-hmm. Usually I cut him off a lot earlier. <laughs> my my calf was in pain, so I didn't get a chance to get to it so fast. Uh, usually he talks about that young, nice boy Corolla. Let's go to Kyle in UCF. You're next up in the hideout. Um, door prize blowout. Did it happen in the hideout, Kyle? Here we go, my friend. All right, Kyle, this week in the hideout, did Jimmy Jam leave a death threat note on Bong Swat's doorstep? Did Jimmy Jam, president of the Heretics and HereticsHideout.com, threaten the king of the Heretics, Bong Swat Matt? I'm going to say no. Good job. You're a winner. Hang tight, Kyle, over at uh, UCF. Wonderful. Now, I know Jimmy Jam, and I think he's going to talk about this during the open door. El Presidente, as he likes to call himself has put forth a challenge involving his own cash. He's putting up his own money. For the heretics to do something for this show. I got to say... That's a hell of a way of stepping up. That's a big way to be somebody. Now, I guess I didn't know he had a lot of money to be throwing around, but it's a significant amount of money. Nice little uh, reward. I could use it. I'm thinking, hey, what can I do? I need a little gas money. Some drinking money for tonight after the open door. Let's go over to Inez and Deltona. You're next up, sweetie. Did it happen in the hideout? We got some game show music or something since we're doing the game. Here we go, Inez. You ready? Yep. Here is Gibbs. All right, this week in the hideout, did Canyon call in to tell listeners that his coming out was actually just a bit? Did Canyon, the wrestler who's friends with Tommy, who came out on this show, well, after talked about it, did he call back in later and say, hey, I was just kidding? No. Good job. People are rolling through this. But I did get the pictures of Canyon and uh, Tommy dancing last night. Oh, I did too. Hold on. I never even actually looked at them. It's like such bad quality. I know that. Yeah, were... but there's one where you look just so uh, 
disinterested and pissed. Well, here's what's I funny. wasn't the only one during that dance, I might add. He wasn't a lot. All right, you know what? They're not that bad. They're good enough to put up on the website. That's actually pretty damn good quality for being a camera phone. Oh, look at that close-up of the two of them just snuggling together. <laughs> Big six-foot-five wrestler, five-foot-three Tommy Bateman. You guys are a cute couple, dude. <laughs> and I don't know what you're... 202. <laughs> what? 202, what? <laughs> 703. Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, that's well, don't bring me into that. Eight? No. Hmm. Let's go to Mr. Delicious in Mount Thor. You ready, Mr. Delicious? I am ready, sir. All right, here we go. Did it happen in the hideout? Again, check out the uh, podcasting on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I uh, I subscribe. It's free. And we want to get in the top ten as far as most Jimmy, popular shows. Jimmy the Jew would love it then. All right, here we go, Mr. Delicious. Did it happen in the hideout? All right, this week in the hideout, did a preview of Chunks' hate letter send Tommy into a rage? Yes. Wow. Hold on. Good job. People paying attention this week. Do you think I could say that phrase on the air? Because um, you don't know what it is. Leave one of the words out, if you know what I mean. Here. The middle one? Yeah. Okay. Probably blanked one. No. Um, whatever that means. What do you do through a straw? Suck. Yeah. Hmm. All right, there goes Tom. Oh, no, no. <laughs> now, that is just a portion of this Tommy is an ass word document. That could get read tonight. It's it's probably the phrase before that that will set him off. Oh, really? Those That's only a paragraph in, like everything that I've told you. Then there's the part of Ma- about Matt Albert and Tommy. <laughs> oh, this is, dude, this isn't going to be good. The comparison that you make with Matt. And oh, then no. what you call him. Oh, no. Doesn't serve the M, does it? No, it doesn't. Okay. Hold on a second. So I'm trying to bring that word back. <laughs> don't. We don't need You're it. trying very hard. <laughs> We're doing okay without <laughs> it. Every after show. All right, bye, M. It's like, my name's Matt. Moose? Oh, well, there's two O's in it. Oh. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. yeah. The way Let- you typed it. Let's go to <laughs> Rob on the Palm Coast. You ready, Rob? Slang, brother. Let's go. Did it happen in the hideout? Giving away prizes on Real Radio 104.1. All right, this week in the hideout, after Hefe saw him at the, wherever he works, did Dubs call ex-hideout member Putin to see what was so wrong with his life? Say that one more time. Okay, uh, did Dubs call ex-hideout member Putin, ex-intern Putin, to see what was so wrong with his life? Oh, yeah, definitely. That definitely happened. <laughs> I could care less what yeah. happened in his life. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, Rob, you had another shot. That's right. Are we out of time? We got it. We're out of We're We probably got to move on now. We're running a little late on the break. Good job. Did it happen in the hideout? What are a couple of the other ones? Let me see if I can keep up with what happens on this show. Uh, let's see. Did the hideout discuss what not to do when in a horror movie? Yes, we did. If some, if you're in like a small town, or if you're in, and a local comes up to you and says you're all doomed, or don't fall asleep, or take his advice. Yeah. They never take the advice. They always call him the loon. If oh, someone that, says that to me, I'd be out of there. Oh, that's Willie. He, no one listens to Willie. That's crazy, Willie. <laughs> 
all doomed. <laughs> he's always wearing a raincoat. It's perfectly sunny outside, but he's always wearing a raincoat. A raincoat and a rancher hat. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm on BJ's profile. Mm-hmm. And the Steve Buscemi picture under who I'd like to meet. Why? Steve Buscemi of all people. I didn't know that. I didn't see it. We'll take a break and come back. Hey, let's do Hey Hideout. Unscreened phone calls, whatever you want to talk about. Melissa and Melbourne will kick it off next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Line them up, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Whatever you want to talk about that we can comment mm-hmm. for legal reasons, feel free. Hit us up now. So hide out on Real Radio 104.1. We'll start off with Melissa in Melbourne. What's up, Melissa? Hey, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. I have a cousin mm-hmm. who is in L.A., and he produces music videos, and he works for Warner Brothers. Nice. And he told me about a new genre. I know, like, everyone knows about the emo, mm-hmm. the emotional whatever, and the gothic. But he told me that in California, Southern California, they're coming up to L.A., are, like, the greasers. Greasers. Where they're full on wearing the poodle skirts and they the, the have rockabilly home in the back of their pocket. And he told me he's producing a video for them now and um, for uh, music from one of the people who do that and how they're just full on into the right out of Greece. Is it is it the next big hit? Remember how Swing made a comeback? Mm, Swingers just for yeah, just but for I like one year. Can you imagine going to a club and seeing a girl, you know, in a cute little mini skirt like everyone wears the club and then like Mac and the chick wearing the poodle skirt i i you if you go to the right bars right now you'll see it yeah i remember a lot of like the indie bars yeah the indie bars will actually i could see that kind of making a comeback mm-hmm. he described it as 25 percent bluegrass yeah 25 percent punk ro- or no country uh, in the city yeah I, I, you remember the guy we worked with cash o'reilly he, uh, the uh, downright daddies he would uh tour and make a lot of money Doing that kind of music. And that was his gimmick. Rockabilly is yeah. what he would call it. Yeah. Isn't but the I've reverend... never seen people dressing like that. At, at these shows, yeah, that's how they dress. No, I could But at the shows, though, can, but he's telling me, like, when you go out to dinner and when you go out mm-hmm. to a club, you find a whole bunch but of people. But I'm saying the people who go to these shows are the people who dress like that, and they dress like that. And I've seen it. I've seen it out there. It's not really, you know, sweeping the, the nation yet, but it is out there. It definitely could. Hey, thank you, Melissa. Appreciate thank that. You. Have a good evening. Uh, you too. I remember Cash O'Reilly doing that, what, six years ago? Mm-hmm. And he was touring and making a good amount of money. He was going uh, to Vegas for shows and I remember, Nashville. I remember seeing him, and he did. He was It was a good show that he would put on. Actually, and the music wasn't bad. I mean, it was, it was more upbeat country, old-school old type stuff, and I actually enjoy it. 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless Kind phones. of a Johnny Cash type thing he had going, like the type of music. Isn't that what the Reverend Horton Heat is? Um, I think, I think, I think, so. I think that was, he was a big fan of that. I remember I interviewed and talked to the Reverend Horton Heat. Didn't mm-hmm. he wear like a flame like suit? Yeah, in Lubbock, uh, Texas, when I was at KTXT, 88.1 Lubbock's only alternative. Yeah, they play him at all the college stations and everything. Yeah, I actually have a... Shot glass. I still have it. Shot glass, Reverend Horton Heat autographed. Oh, nice. Go put that on eBay. Make, you know, $10. Mm-hmm. Price of the shot glass. Josh at UCF, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, hideout? Love the show, guys. Thank you, buddy. 
Uh, no, the uh, the music topic's cool because I've always appreciated you guys' taste in music. I've heard some head PE, I've heard some PM5K, mm-hmm. but I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Were you guys into the Euro metal at all, like soil work and flames? You know, the Nemic, that kind of I, stuff. I never got into it. I don't know anything about it. I probably would like it if I heard it. That mm-hmm. sounds like something that I probably would be into a little bit. But, oh, yeah, it's good stuff. But, yeah, like Soil Work and Children of Bodom, they do some cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, the, the rockabilly movement is coming back. Like, I've seen it uh, a few times on that fuel station. They keep showing a, a music video by one of those kind of bands. All right. Well, that will be kind of fun. I mean, the swing made its way. I can see rockabilly happening. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, to cut you off, boo. Yeah, you think that's going to be the next big comeback? That could be. I wouldn't be surprised. I want gangster rap to come back. It's probably too early, though. Yeah, I, I, I would think maybe it's two only, or three years. It's only been, it's only been what, about 12 years or so since it really blew up, yeah. I guess. I'll, I'll say 2010. Man. That's where my bet is. I don't think I'm going to make it with this blood clot. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'll be fine. Come on, man. How about a little support? I want to thank Kat for working on my thumb. Yeah, I see you're getting all the the work over there, and I'm the one with the torn muscle. Actually, I got about 20 minutes on my back. Oh, my back. There are other parts of my body. I'm overcompensating on my right leg. It hurts a little bit, too. Jeez. I know. My other thumb. I mean, I've been trying to grab everything with that one. Shut up. I hate you. Hmm. By the way, you ne- not because you're not as important, but when you do hurt your thumb... Mm-hmm. You, ne- you never realize how important it is. Yeah. Have you ever tried when you have a jam thumb or even a broken thumb, and then it's on your wiping hand? Oh, oh. yeah. And, I, how, and you never realized how important the thumb is to the cleaning up process. I, I've broke both my thumbs in the past, like not at the same time, but, you know, each of them have their own purpose. I have a different purpose for each hand, and I lost each purpose at a different time. See, with the numbness on my left hand, that's my batching hand and my wiping hand, and it, it just takes things a lot longer. Yeah. yeah you can't get a good grip for either. Uh, John in Spring Hill, you're dirty to think about. That's awful. <laughs> Go ahead, John. What do you got? Hey, I got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. On your going out music, you got a little piece of the song in there. I'll be slapping my hose. Mm-hmm. Who sings that and where is it from? That is from a fantastic movie everybody should see. It's from the movie Bamboozled. Um, it is a Spike Lee joint, and in the, uh, here's why it's, here's why it's a great flick. It's about kind of like a resurgence, speaking of comebacks. Yeah, a New Age minstrel show. Yeah, New Age minstrel show, whole step and fetch thing, and it's during auditions for the musical act. Yeah, black people wearing blackface. It yeah. Was, it's a very, very, uh... It, it, Damon Wayans is in it, mm-hmm. uh, um, Solomon Glover, I think. The other, the other guy from, uh, from, uh, uh, In Living Color. Um, I can't remember. But anyway, that's where it's from. Bamboozled. Tommy Davidson. I, yes. Tommy Davidson. I highly recommend going and renting it. All right, thanks, because everybody at my work makes them nuts when I be singing that part of the song. <laughs> All right, you betcha. I be smacking my hose. Everybody knows it goes. Kick them to the floor, stepping them hard, stepping them hard, kick them to the floor. Remember when we used to go out in D.C. like on Friday nights in the open door and we'd have everybody in? We'd all sing it together. Remember, remember the last show we all sang it? At like 50 people in the studio <laughs> just singing it. Oh, man. <laughs> just singing about domestic violence. <laughs> you really think about it? Uh, Jason on 95, you're in the hideout. Hey, hideout on screen phone calls. What you got, Jason? I just had a quick story I thought you guys might get a kick out of. Uh, I tried to stick it to the man this week at the Orlando International Airport at the parking area. I parked my car, and my wife and I flew out to uh, California to get on The Price is Right. 
And when we came <laughs> nice. back, um, we didn't get called up, by the way. Oh, we got on TV. Oh, cool. And, um, but anyway, when we came back, um, we decided to pick up the car. Uh, we actually flew into Daytona because I worked for Delta, so mm-hmm. that was the only way to get back into Central Florida. So we went to go pick up the car. I had this bright idea. Let's uh, take the ticket and... Uh, take the ticket from her car when she was dropping me off and put that into my car and tell them we lost the ticket from my car. That way we'll only get charged for one day. Oh, no, all right. It didn't work. They they uh, they keep a record of your license plate. And as soon as she went to swipe the card for, for my car in her car, um, the one that was the card that had, had been yeah. given to us that day, yeah, they uh, they were like, we got a switch. And then they charged her the full price, and they charged me the full price for a lost ticket in the car. It was, it was a mess. And I was going to say, how embarrassing is that, too? And you're like, okay, never mind, never mind. I don't know. We weren't really trying to do it on purpose. Do you, did you admit to it, or you just said? Oh, say, no, no. That's not one of the things you can admit to, because then they're going to like, oh, okay, so you're trying to screw us. So yeah. you just got to bend over and pay the extra money. Oh, dude, and, all right. Well, congratulations for not making it on the prices right and getting busted. Sounds like a failed trip. Yeah, sounds like a joy. And she accidentally got pregnant. So... And a miscarriage. But on the on the bride side, we are going to name it Rod. A new car! <laughs> Come on, he's dead. Leave him alone. Hey, let's get some headlines updates from our buddy Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary! How you jumping tonight? Fantastic. You know what I'm looking forward to? What's that? Sunday, church. Yeah, I'm looking forward to church service Sunday, too. Uh, what's in the headlines, Sir Gary? The headlines, um, first... First of all, in the headlines, uh, uh, a black black guy. Oh, uh, not no. a black guy. Black guy uh, would uh, would jump on this white little this white boy. And, a uh, white boy had to come. And, and uh, they called they called the black guy a bully for for. Yes, they probably called him some other names too. Reparations. Yes, Pineapple. Kind of like bully, but with them. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's what he called oh, You son of a bitch, you worked it in. <laughs> Sir Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? Well, uh, I'd say, first of all, that uh, we'll be dedicating our new church at New Hope Public Baptist on uh, Stray Road in Winter Garden on uh, April the 1st at 10.30 in the morning. And then public school divided and Edward Goodblatt's pastor free refreshments for all. All right, fantastic. There he is, Sir Gary the Prophet. Thank you. Have a fantastic weekend, my friend. Take a break. We come back. Good hay hideout. Tell you what, man, Central Florida is really stepping it up on the hay hideout, bringing good stuff to the table. Good job. It's a hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Coming up in just a second, we will do the open door policy. We'll do more qualifications for that HD TV. We're giving away 52 inch with DLP technology from Texas Instruments. But Dubs, while we have the chance, just we're, we've been sitting on the audio, and if we don't, and it's kind of been uh, in the news this week. This is from CNN. Yeah, from CNN, but I guess, well, the, they explain the whole story. Charlie Sheen and a 9-11 conspiracy. The more you look at stuff, especially uh, specific incidents, specific events um, in or uh, around the fateful day, it just um, it just raises a lot of questions. Charlie Sheen has his own questions about 9-11, and Showbiz Tonight has obtained the explosive interview from the radio show of fringe journalist Alex Jones. Sheen normally gets laughs as The Bachelor on the hit CBS sitcom Two and a Half Men. I wouldn't go that wow. far. You're even better than a dog. But now, Sheen is courting controversy by questioning the official story on 9-11. We're not the conspiracy theorists on this particular issue, you know? It seems to me like... 
you know, 19 amateurs with box cutters taking over four uh, commercial airliners and hitting 75% of their targets, that feels like a conspiracy theory. So what exactly are Sheen's questions about 9-11? For one, Sheen is questioning the official story of what caused the World Trade Center collapse, that the impact of the two planes caused fires that weakened the building's support columns. In the interview, Sheen says he wondered if the buildings could have been brought down by a deliberate, yes, deliberate implosion. I saw the South Tower hit live. Um, that famous wide shot where it disappears behind the building, and then we see the tremendous fireball. And there was just a, there was a feeling that uh, it just didn't look, how do I say this? Um, didn't look like a, any commercial jetliner I've flown on any time in my life. Um, and then when the buildings came down, later on that day, I was with my brother, I was, and I said, hey, ca call me insane, but did it sort of look like those buildings came down in a, in a controlled demolition? Sheen is also questioning how a commercial airliner could have hit the Pentagon. Show us this incredible maneuvering. Just show it to us. Just show us, you know, how this particular plane pulled off these maneuvers. What was it, a 270-degree turn at 500 miles an hour, descending 7,000 feet in two and a half minutes, skimming across the treetops the last 500 meters, you can't four hold. feet off the ground? Sheen also jumped. Now, the, uh, the whole Pentagon thing is is like one of the big debates out there for the conspiracy theorists. I remember uh, back in D.C., uh, people would call up uh, when we would talk about this kind of thing and say that the they worked around the uh, Pentagon and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they, they would say that different people from uh, the government came over and confiscated all the uh, surveillance uh, tapes that showed outside then that day. And people were questioning if it was a plane at all. Yeah, I do remember that because there are a lot of cameras around. And there really the Arl is. The Arlington area mm -hmm. right around there. Yeah, and there really is no real uh, uh, video of that. Um, yeah, I know he could be right about this because I think he went to his brother Emilio Estevez for his expertise. <laughs> and all his brother said is quack, quack. Their minute quack. work. <laughs> Yeah, these are things they would discuss while they were taking out the trash. <laughs> Give him the heater, Vaughn. Jumped on a favorite target of 9-11 conspiracy theorists, President Bush. She questions why the president, after an aide told him about the attacks, continued with his Florida school appearance. It seemed to me that uh, upon the, the, the revelation of that news, that the Secret Service would grab the president and remove him um, as if he were on fire from that room. Ever since that horrible day, conspiracy theories about the attacks have spread far and wide through the Internet. As writer Webster Tarpley tells Showbiz Tonight, Sheen is not alone in his opinions. There was a Zogby poll that was carried out last August, actually August of 2004, by now, which showed that about 50% of the people in New York City believed that top government officials had knowledge in advance of what was going to happen. Still, it's safe to say that most experts and most Americans place the blame for 9-11 only on Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda, not the U.S. government. Even she knows his comments may not go over well with many people. And I'm sure I'm being demonized across the nation by, you know, all of the uh, people that do that sort of thing. 
This is like music. a scary movie, J. Dubs. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they scored it right. I mean, these are some major league allegations. <laughs> now, a lot of these conspiracies come from young guns. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, he was. They meet on Wall Street. I mean, it, that's where it happened. The chase that he had to go through <laughs> to actually find these facts. But you think about it, the platoon of people that, you know, gone through the footage. Right. I mean, there have to be somewhere. Some clues. I I dubs, all this happened on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, though. It was... Uh, hey, this, dubs, is, this is worse than, you know, a, a scary movie. I we already even, did that we, one. Oh, four? <laughs> yeah. That's my, that was my first one. Oh, damn. L- listen to the show. <laughs> I try not to. Maybe some Navy SEALs are in on it. Hey, Dubs, let me ask you this. Or it, it, it made Washington and New York spin cities. I feel like a rookie. And uh, You're like two and a half men, Matt. It, it, what, what, really bothers me, yes. what really bothers me is how he brought up to uh, President Bush that you know money does talk. It's giving me road rash, this this topic. That's Dub, some good advice. Dubs, what do you think about this, though? Does, is there any legitimacy at all about Tommy literally stood up, pumped his fists, and then hit the... I'm being John Malkovich. The, the home run. He's just out there being a hot shot. Uh-huh. Benny in downtown, you're in the hideout. What's up, Benny? Hey, man, I was just calling to say that... Uh... Charlie Sheen was pretty much quoting verbatim uh, everything from this movie called Loose Change that you can uh, Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loose Change. What's it, What's this movie about? Basically all the uh, 9-11 conspiracy theory stuff. Uh, so basically you saw a movie and you were just kicking it all back? Yeah, pretty you'll, much. You'll be able to find it in no man's land. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, Benny. Thanks for the yeah, info, man. brother. No I wonder if it's a good movie. Oh, wait. Charlie Sheen was in Ferris Bueller. Thank you. What did he do in Ferris Bueller? Boy know. in the police station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. I was really unhappy that there was no food fight last night. <laughs> All right, it's the hideout. He must have done this uh, this interview at Red Dawn. <laughs> Real Radio, 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, and the heretics are here. Heretics and heretics. It's Real Radio 104.1. Coming up at the end of this segment, you shall get qualification, another one, for the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP technology projection HDTV that we're giving away thanks to CompUSA. Also, we'll be drawing uh, for the heretics to get registered as well. You want to do that now, Doug? Yeah, uh, Chunks is running down around at the cup. They've already got their numbers, I believe, and Chunks should... Here comes Chunks. All right, Chunks, why don't you call the letters? Now, here's what's going to go on, because we're going to need you guys to do it during the actual segment so we can get everything going. Whoever has the winning numbers, the winning numbers will go into the soundproof booth with Gibbs, and we will get your information. All right, so that you get the qualifications. All right, and we'll so. need you to do that as soon as we pull the numbers. All right, I'm... The first one is number four. Who is number four for the automatic qualification for the team? Yes. Zeppelin. Zeppelin. All right, hold on, all, hold on, Zeppelin. All of you go at once. Who who is next? Number twenty-six. Twenty-six out of the Heretics. Oh, Chick Fil A John. Wonderful. These are qualifications to go into the uh, the hat for this. Number thirty-seven. Number thirty-seven. Oh, nice. Congratulations. What's your name? Wayne. 
Yeah, so, by uh, Jack Napier, too. Jack Napier. Fantastic. 41? All right, don't go anywhere yet. 41. Oh, dump that. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, no swearing. Oops. <laughs> but who had number 41? All right, big guy over there. Nice. With Wonderful. The um, How many more? One more. All right, one more. 21. All right, 21. All right, 21. All right, a couple of the newbies coming in. Congratulations. All right, here we need you five guys to go with Gibbs. Gibbs will keep you, and then uh, get all your information, all that kind of fun stuff. So, Gibbs, take out the five qualifiers. Make sure they're back in the uh, soundproof so they don't bother Dubs. Yeah, don't molest them. Go ahead, Chick-fil-A John. Chumps. Yeah, back in there. Come on out. There. All right. Keep it down, guys. And keep it down. All right. All right. This involves a challenge, too. We yes. got real fast. They did earn qualifications. You guys are in on it. They are not. Here's what's going to go on. Chunks for challenge two to not have this letter, the scathing letter about Tommy Red. before... He has a half hour. He so. has a half hour. So at, at 10.15, the clock starts. At 10... I say no. As soon as we are done okay. saying it, as soon as they're all back in, then the, then the half hour starts. Okay. Chunks will have to get one of them. He's going to verbally assault them. Mm-hmm. So he's going to call them names. He's going to call them out. One of them has to physically assault Chunks. He has to piss him off to that point, and, so he, the, and, the, and, so and he cannot ask to be punched no. or assaulted. He has to do it purely on, uh, on uh, insulting them. He has to have them push him or punch them, punch him or something. Okay, now he has a half hour to complete this task. He's got a habit of one of them. You, you're you're out of luck in that three of the five. You don't really know all that much, so you're gonna really you know you know that Chick Fil A John isn't gonna yeah. get physical. You're gonna have to go after Zeppelin. You're or, gonna have to try to get Zeppelin to attack you. <laughs> all right. Now here's the thing: if he does not accomplish this when the 30 minutes starts, this letter. Tommy is an ass. Gets red. Gets red. Chunks and Tommy face to face. All right? So no matter what, we're going to see something physical now, tonight. let me tell you, this is of the utmost importance. I know a lot of you guys are friends. Maybe it's like a date night tonight here in the hideout, that kind of thing. Do not let them in on it. Okay? The big reason you don't want to let them in on it so that they go and attack Chunks is for the plain and simple fact, we don't want Chunks. To get them to hit him. Because if it doesn't happen within that 30 minutes, then we read this letter. All right? Chunks. Now, here's the thing. People, you're the lovable loser. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, I think you're out with Zeppelin and or Chick-fil-A John because I can't see Zeppelin attacking you. I just, you know, it's like, you know, a little retarded cousin. I can. Uh, <laughs> all right, maybe other. Yes, um, Matt. I say you go for the marine-looking guy or the Asian guy. Mm-hmm. Those, they're big, you know, but they look, you know, kind of crazy. And you could, I mean, w- with the Asian guy, who knows? Maybe you play the whole racial angle. Ching Chong. You know, Come on. You, all right, hit, so here they go. Right. <clears throat> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Here come the winners. Congratulations to the winners. Once again, you go back in there. Now, here's the cool thing about it. It's a 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HD TV that these guys are qualified for. Some of you guys coming in, a couple of you, I think for the first time, 
Then you guys will be lucky winners. And all of a sudden, you're, uh, you're a big lucky winner. All right, uh, it's 10-10. All right, it's 10-10 in the hideout on a Friday night. Of course, we have a lot of stuff to get done for you here uh, on Real Radio 104.1. It's going to be a pack-packed uh, final hour, right? Final half hour, too. And so we'll take a break. We'll come back. Can we make the break a little longer? Because I need to limp down to the restroom uh, with my torn calf. I, I know that Jimmy Jam has a challenge that he's going to set forth to some of the heretics. And uh, we got a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. And then possibly Chunks uh, having to stand face-to-face to read this letter. And we'll explain more about that next. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night, it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Heretics and heretics here. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Hefe and Dubs. Um, looking forward to 1040 tonight in the hideout. Mm-hmm. 1040 tonight. All right, here's something kind of funny that was going on. Uh, we're back in the green room. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A John, of course, brings in the chicken nuggets. Matt runs in there with a paper towel yes, I... and got three to five handfuls of the chicken nuggets. And made a little uh, pouch for himself out of it. And I'm like, come on, brother, please. And he's like, whatever, it's my dinner. <laughs> By the way, uh, in addition to the heretics uh, who got qualified for that television, also congratulations to Captain Spaulding. Captain uh... Spaulding of Orlando was caller seven. Uh, now That'd I... be great if you won. <laughs> yeah, chunks. Hey, why did we give that Asian guy a qualified dubs? Did you pick his on purpose? That no, dude in the I white. Picked him under armor. Like he's working out or something like that. <laughs> okay, what is? What are you doing? Nothing. What man. was he that? Just, he just annoys me. He has hat on. What do you mean annoys you? He came in to hang out on the show. What? He brought a beautiful young lady. I think I've talked to her on MySpace before. She's uh, she's very complimentary <laughs> of the show. I'm not allowed to be upset. Why are you upset? Why would you be upset when somebody comes up here to hang out on the show? I don't think uh, Asians should be allowed to win that. What the hell? (laughs) First of all... They made that stuff. They shouldn't have to watch it. (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying, dude. (laughs) Chunks. You know what? First of all, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Let me apologize. Because here's the thing. Uh, He's sick. What? I wish I could wear Under Armour too. Uh, it just it looks it looks bad on me. It looks it looks bad. bad on him. Next thing you know, <laughs> shut the hell up. You're gonna get punched. The next thing Whatever. you know, he's, he's gonna, gonna be doing the Miss Yen voice. Miss the Yen voice. Miss Yen. Oh <laughs> no, don't. Chinese Garrett. <laughs> stop. Now you're gonna stop. You're gonna get a boy. You're gonna stop. Whatever. Why? All right, hold on a second. Let's switch gears because this is really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. We're trying to do a show, and you're picking on the studio audience. Why would you do something he like that? He just bothers me, man. Look at him. There are other people here. Focus on someone else. Why focus on the new guy? He's coming in to hang out in the hideout. It's not fair. He's got Under Armour. He's got okay, he's on. got Under Armour. Are we going skiing in the Alps? So does uh, so is Wes. Wes does, too. Wes is cool, man. <laughs> Wait a second. You know, he's got that whole white thing. Because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> what? You're going to get knocked out. Whatever, man. I'm a little sick. Uh, you are sick. Uh, with his apologies, he is on cough medicine. Yeah. So I don't know if that says anything. Yeah, I know he's saying a lot. All right, well, let's let's continue on, though. Let's Thank you for interrupting Chunks. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. And I like how you just hopped in as fourth mic, too. That's real nice. Uh, what did you say? Nothing. 
So let's talk for a brief moment. For those of you who are up here for the free throw shooting contest last night, the mm-hmm. hideout shootout, giving away that trip for the Final Four, there's a big controversy going on between Lester Big Hands and Kimmy. Now, What's that? Now Lester looks a little shocked. He did, He wasn't here when we said we were going to talk about it. Uh-huh. I guess on MySpace, someone, Big Hands had posted a bulletin mm-hmm. about Kimmy, deleted her as a friend. The Asian guy. What? What, what are you, what are Dude, you, I'm telling you. Stop. Why do you hate Stop him? it. What? Stop it. I don't understand the hate. Whatever, man. There are other people in here. I don't know why you focus Name on... <laughs> Big Hands, Chick-fil-A John, no, Zeppelin. No, I like this new guy. Uh, Jimmy Jam. No, dude. All right, let me... Can I talk to Kimmy? Can I'm I sorry, do a, can I, to be said. Can I do a radio what, what show? This is back when I used to weigh tables, you know? We used to call black people Canadians. We used to call Asians shorties. We had a table of shorties. <laughs> That's us. Finish your story. Dude, seriously, I am really... I think he's robo-tripping. Can we give him a prize or something for this? Maybe an extra qualification? He's a man up. <laughs> what do you mean man up? What do you mean man up? Dude, you can't... You can feel free to shut his mouth if you want to. I mean, you don't, dude, you don't have to comment. You can be bigger than this. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, he is bigger than that. Thank you. Don't you. Do that. Thank you for being. You're Asian. You can't be bigger than that. <laughs> All right. You know what? All right. All right. Hold up. What is going on? I'm gonna ask you, Chunks. I'm gonna ask you to stop right, doing stop the racial I'm, stuff. I'm sorry. I can't. I do not like the racial stuff. I can't. If you're gonna, I still don't know why you're making fun of them. But if you're gonna do and make fun of people, I don't like the racial stuff. Why? Because I'm, I'm a minority. Well, you want me to, Caucasian. you know, go after a different minority? No, don't go. After, no. I told you I don't like the minority. Listen to that gibberish. What does that even mean? Can we talk? Go ahead. I'm to... sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm out of place here. You are out of place. I guess I'm out of event. No, you're not. Since third mic moved in, I got moved back in the office. My only chance to talk. Can we talk to Kimmy and yeah. Buster? Big hands. Go ahead. Sweetheart. Again, my apologies. <laughs> you're better than that, and Chunks is uh, obviously not. So yesterday, I guess Big Hands had posted a comment or a bulletin about mm. Kimmy <clears throat> saying that he hates her and that she can't be trusted with secrets. And it was a big controversy for those of you who were here at the compound. Kimmy essentially going around talking to everybody about it, mm-hmm. wondering what's up with Big Hands. Big Hands, I have been reading your posts, your bulletins, and um, would you like to uh, put out there what has been put out there on the Internet, on the World Wide Web, right here for all the heretics and hair chicks in the open door on Friday night? Well, what are you doing? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm serious. I'm serious. Hold on. Turn off the mics. Turn off the mics. What's going on? He's, uh, Hefe is upset right now. He's, he's yelling at chunks. All right. Dude, you can't do that. Why? FCC stopping that too? Actually, yes. No. Turn off your mic. All right, I'll leave if you want. Yeah, leave. Get out of here. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Go there. I don't feel well, man. i got to sit down now. Come sit behind me. All right, so big hands. What was the big thing between you and Kimmy? 
basically it was a. Uh, <clears throat> I got some secondhand uh, knowledge uh, from somebody who was angry with me. So this person told me something. Then I, I got. What was it? Basically. <laughs> a while back. Go to the green room. I'm, go to the green room. If you're not going to leave the guy alone, go to the green room. Well, then you better stop talking about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. Either you're going to leave him alone, I'll behave. No, you're not. Please, I'm serious. Uh, you're in timeout for at least three minutes. Really? Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, timeout, timeout for three minutes. Starting now, I'll let you know when you can come back in. That's no good. I do apologize. I'm sorry, bro. All right, anyway. Anyway, so... Uh, Basically, at Jimmy Jam's party, when I fell in love with his mother. And uh, me, too. <clears throat> she's nice, so strong thighs. She is so high. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway, so Kimmy and Kat arrived at the party, and um, I thought Kimmy was cute, and I tried to kick it with her, but Matt superseded that, so I, I let that go. All right, so you had a thing. Not a thing. For the massage therapist, Kimmy. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, Hit it. I want to. I want to show the the whole black mamba thing. Did you want to hit it and quit it? And let it go, baby. You didn't know how to do. All right, so you wanted to hit it and quit it, and then yes. let it go. Spit bubbles. You know how I like my spit bubbles. I'm serious, chumps. <laughs> What's he doing? You know what? What's he doing? He was doing the 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 whole Asian eye thing. Oh no! Get out! I told you you're in the green room, dude. I told you you were in the green room. Cut it out. Cut it out. Where are you going, Hefe? I'm going to go get him. All right, all right, all right. I'll be I'm home. Gonna go. Sorry, I escaped from the crib. <laughs> He's an animal right now. I've never seen him like this. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. You're a big man. You're a big man. For some reason, you're picking on the new guy. You want to do it to his face? Yeah, yeah why don't you... Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You want to get physical? I'm I'm not at the point where I don't mind. Mm -hmm. We didn't. He came up here. He came up here to enjoy the show. He's not that cool. he's got some kind of apple product or something. Stop. Stop. You're gonna take a break. What? Apple product? Where does that come from? You're also. Is it an Asian stereotype? That's five. That's five minutes, and that means you have to be in the green room. Go to the office. Five minutes. That's five minutes, dude. Put the calculator away. Five minutes. <laughs> I don't know why he's calling out one guy. Look at all the people here. First of all, we apologize. I'm serious. My sincerest apologies. It's not cool. You guys came. No, come on. You got to listen to the show. It's not. And you got to realize he's not speaking for all of us. All right, he's not speaking for what, Matt. We love your knit cap; it's great. Stop! Why are what? You, why are you what are you doing? What? Come on! I said knit cap. That doesn't still doesn't matter. Why do you have to pile on? All right, let's take a break. Seriously, now I feel bad. It's very uncomfortable. We're trying to have fun on a Friday night. I don't want to lose listeners, especially new guys who are coming up here, kind enough to bring their beautiful dates up here to hang out on the show. 
you got to realize that that ass producer who's on cough medicine doesn't speak for the whole show. And we are welcoming here of everybody here in the hideout. And I will go have a talk with him during the break. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. I hear the uh, strippers from Dancers Royale have shown up. Oh, wow. Beautiful. So I'll also go see what that's about. But first, let me go talk to Chunks. Yeah. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Very uncomfortable last break. Uh, yeah. Very uncomfortable talk. It is with the chunks. open door. The uh, heretics are here. Come sit down. All right. Um, for some reason, during the last segment, Chunks made it his mission to call out one of the new guys who came up to hang out. Here's the thing about the Hideout. We really. We're, we're, we try to be closer with our, you know, with our listeners. And, and we, don't, our, we don't try to push them away. And our friends, and we want them to come up and hang out and have a good time. And, you know, that's what pains us even more is that, you know, we never want to lose a listener. Especially over what Chunk says. He holds no weight. You know, our dumbass producer starts running down this nice young man who's come in here um, to hang out and watch the show live tonight. I had a, tra- a talk with Chunks. Chunks is going to apologize. And he's also, too, uh, we're going to hook this young man up with a prize as well. Something really cool that we have. So. Yeah, I, again, I'm very sorry, dude. I'm very. I don't understand where he's coming from in that one. And it's not even like you, too. And I don't, yeah, it's I don't, completely not your character. I don't know why. I mean, here, you know what's odd? And it very well could be. The only other time I've seen Chunks ever react like this is when it was a girl who wanted to come in and have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Remember that one time? Do you th- think Do you think he's uh, got a crush? And that's the- I don't know if there's a man crush or what exactly is going on, but it's something very odd, and it doesn't seem, you know. And don't say anything to him again because this is a new taser. All right. Put his eyeball. You want to apologize? Got that in. Uh, one of the other guys who, uh, what, Wayne. Wayne? Yeah, Wayne, one of the other guys that's, uh, up for it. This one looks legit, too. Let me see how it does. Cattle prod. That's a cattle prod. <coughs> uh, I think it needs batteries. Mm-hmm. You're in luck. You want to come here and see if it needs batteries? I'm battery? sorry. I apologize. Oh, you, apologize, you apologize to the young man? Go up face-to-face with him and apologize. Shake his hand. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Shake his hand. I'm truly sorry, man. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm sick. Give him a tongue kiss. <laughs> All right. Do you feel better now? Where are you going? Nowhere. What do you mean nowhere? I gotta go to the office. Why? Because I do. Why do you have to go to the office? We're in the middle of the show. We got to pray tonight. Pray? Yeah. What are you gonna pray for? I have to pray at 10:40. Pray at 10:40. Yes. All right. Well, you still have five minutes to pray. Yeah, I mean, you can hang out for another four minutes if you want to. Yeah, five. About five. Hey, Jimmy Jam, what, you, what is this other thing that you're willing to do? El Presidente stepping up for the heretics. All right, El Presidente's got a little contest. I want to give $100 cash to one of the heretics. So whoever steps up the biggest to promote the hideout of the heretics, just email hereticshideout at yahoo.com. 
So we all just want to see. I want to get everybody into it. I mean. All right. So you're you're going to give out a hundred dollars. The old El Presidente fund. Um. Now, what is uh, what do they have to do? The heretics to step up. What is it they have to do? Well, everybody knows there's like a hundred different ways to be somebody. So I mm-hmm. mean, if you want to sit downtown with the sandwich board and during rush hour, I mean, get get the hot out of the heretics name in the newspaper, your national paper, or whatever. I yeah. Mean, uh, just not by uh, committed murder. Yeah. Maybe not murder. Nothing illegal. Uh, or child say. molestation. I mean, uh, get let's not it. rule that out. <laughs> just don't get into the news that now way. You, now you're just severely limiting them. Or yeah. beat up a producer. That's not the way you want to get into the paper. Oh. Um. So anyway, so that's so it's a hundred dollars. How do they get a hold of you so that they can be somebody? Just uh, hit up Heretics Hideout at Yahoo.com if you got any info. Or the website too. Also, yeah, you go to the .net board or the Heretics Hideout.com. All right, fantastic. There. Is everybody getting along now? You and uh, the um, Bonk Swat and oh, all that. I- after the last allegations, uh, it's 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 here and there. I mean, we try to work together. And I all, noticed but, that Bong uh, Swat and his chick aren't here tonight. Yeah, that's lucky they aren't. I mean, you know. what, what were you going to do? The way you ran uh, out of here during my, last Friday's I open door? Run? I, I kind of walked to the side a little bit. Yeah, Gibbs. Uh, Bong Swat just called. He's coming in downstairs. Okay, so he is going to come up then yeah. to meet with Jimmy Jam. <laughs> you can't ever. That's what happens when you run smack. Oh, Jimmy on. Jam chunks chunks. That's what happens when you wrong smack. It's going to take him an hour to get up here. His shadow weighs 50 pounds. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, not a bad one. Type is peanut mean. butter. It's every time. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? All right. So um, any other news? Any other uh, sort of a... So we found out tonight that Lester Big Hands mm-hmm. was in love with Kimmy, yeah. but couldn't get with Kimmy because of Misfit Matt. So he went with Rhonda instead. Second choice. And then... You're the Ryan Leaf. (laughs) And then from there, it started a whole argument as to... Because Kimmy was hitting on big hands. Sometimes you have to go a second on the depth chart. (laughs) Is that what happened? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I missed it because Chunks was busy running down our listeners here in the hideout. What are you doing now, Chunks? Why do you keep checking your watch? Would you have something to do? It's only 10.38. Are we keeping you from doing anything? <laughs> Come on over. What do you need? You're just standing here like a puppy dog. I can't help but stop looking at Zeppelin's stupid glasses. Stupid gay glasses. All right, Zeppelin just gave you the finger. <laughs> he touches boys' butts. What? And he's racist. He's in the KKK. What are you talking about? All right, first of all, this is slander. You don't know any allegedly. of this. <laughs> Just because you throw in an allegedly doesn't mean anything. Developing dot, dot, dot. You can say that. No, you can't say it because it's not true about Zeppelin. He's a good guy. No, I hate him. Why, Why do you hate him? Why would you hate Zeppelin? Because he's uh, crazy. Well, we know he's crazy, but that's part that's of the part, reason that's why, why we, we like him. him. Look at his goofy haircut. He's a oh. former Marine. That's yeah. the. Why you go? Why don't you go up and say it to his face? Oh, I'll say it to his face. Man up. Man, Man up. Be somebody. Be somebody. What's the problem? Hold on, hold on. Why do you want to get physical? Why are they? First, it's the Asian guy. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's you know, it's Zeppelin. Why would you do that? Because. Because Looks why? Like the dude from Weezer. Oh. It's Coach River Phoenix or uh, Rivers Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo. Uh, what does that matter? Right, so you called him the leader of a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look out. Burn. Okay, you suck. Mm. He's gay. We do know that he rat-holed a gear shift when he was in Iraq. He liked it, too. He even said that he, you know, he enjoyed it. He got beer money out of it and some cigarettes. Cigarettes. That's gay. 
<laughs> What's with you attacking people tonight? I'm sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. What is your problem? Talk on the mic, stupid. Get over here and talk on the mic. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Nine. Eight. Seven. seven six. Five. Four. Four three, three. Two. One. You pussy. You couldn't do it. All right. Look at him. Look at his face. Oh. All right. Now, with our sincerest apologies. To all five of you. To all five of you, here's what was going on. Sit back a little bit, Dizzy, so that we can talk to this young man and to Zeppelin and everybody else. So you guys did get a qualification for that television. But there's a reason why we sent you back into the soundproof room. We have this letter that Chunks wrote about our producer, Tommy Bateman. That we have threatened we will read. He has seven tasks. He did one last night. He, and he beat up his chicken basketball. His task tonight was within a half hour to get one of you guys to physically assault him by running you down. It was nothing personal. He just needed someone to assault him. Someone had to push him, punch, punch him. him. Whatever. Someone had to physically assault him. That's why he was that's why he was name calling essentially. I can still do it. Well <laughs> you could do, you could certainly do it if you want to, but it doesn't matter. Because now we get to read the letter because it didn't happen. How is uh, the new guy feeling? Is he alright now? You gotta realize it was all in fun. It was all part of radio and we do apologize. And I am legitimately mad at him for using the race card, because I hate that. I liked it. I know you do. That's all you know. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Tommy Bateman and Chunks will stand face-to-face as, oh, no. I, as I read this letter. The letter includes phrases like... Self-absorbed, he's probably blanked one. Tommy, would you like to have Chunks back there in your booth? Well, I don't care. The blood will spill on there. I think it's better to have back there. I don't. No? No. All right, we'll have him in here, then behind me. Blood on the board. All right, Chunks, now you realize you've pissed off three people tonight. I think you too. services tonight. I'm sorry that the firefighter starts out the window tonight. I'm letting you bleed. All right. So now Zeppelin isn't going to help you if you get hurt. All right. Nightmare Dave has an update on his lady friend. we got a lot to get done. Hold on. Let's get the update real fast, and then we'll come back and read the letter. Dave, what's the update? Quickly, because we're running out of time. Uh, it's going to be hard to go quick, but I'll try to go as quick as I can. I My suspicions were correct. I just confirmed it with her mom tonight. The bitch is in Indiana, and she's been talking to this guy for over a freaking year. And she's been playing me against her parents. And oh my God, I am livid. I want to. Uh, I want to go. Dumb. And I want to. Uh, let me tell you, Brian. I heard Monty's nice. I had a great conversation with her mom. Found out that uh, that she's been playing both her parents and me against against each other for a while now, and that she's trying to. Her mom's trying to figure out where she got a whole ton of money because her mom didn't pay for her plane ticket to Indiana. She had money after I gave her twenty dollars because she says she had no money. Wow, dude. This, this is... I am so freaking livid right now, man. I'm, I want to... I feel like freaking chunks right now. About <laughs> you sound like him. All right. Dave, we'll talk about this more next... Are you headed up here or are you headed to work? 
Well, no, I won't be. I'm, I'm just now leaving my house, so there's no way I'll make it before the end of the show. I'm headed to work right now. So all right, well, maybe we'll, Monday night or something, I'll come up and. Yeah, we'll talk it all out on Monday, all right? All right, totally, all right. guys. All right, we'll see you tomorrow bowling. All right, later. I told him. I hate to be a told you so, but I'm I wonder old. if he's still seeing her face when he closes his eyes. Uh, <laughs> Here's now, some bones. Now he's holding a gun, though. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. The Hideout. Chunks, it's very uncomfortable for you. Three people, two people hate your guts. Your roommate and coworker is probably about to knock you the hell out. As we read the letter, Tommy is an ass. While you stand face to face, Dubs, I'm nervous for him. And you're giddy. I see you over there, Matt. I'm gonna love it, but I'll hate it at the same time. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, we gotta make it fast. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Heretics and heretics here. It's the moment all of radio has been waiting for. Are we going to do this in here? I think we're going to have to. There's just too many people in here. I hate you. You better look out. (laughs) I know. Tommy, by the way, the wonderful, beautiful ladies from Dancers Royale are here. Thank you, ladies. One of them is sitting on my lap, and then I forget that my girlfriend's in the control room. But the stripper stripper did offer to sit on her lap. Mm. So maybe a little bit later on after the show. Or just... uh, face in her lap okay here we go here is the big letter go ahead and fade out the music my uh, my chick actually was fixing chunks's computer now what, what i'm going to do while i'm in here is turn off the mic that's so they can hear she was fixing chunks's computer found a word document titled tommy is an ass I decided to hold it over his head make him accomplish some tasks he only got one done he couldn't get the second one done tonight so now they stand face-to-face as I read the letter. Title, Tommy is an ass. I'm starting to get sick of Mr. Blanking Perfect. Every blanking girl that comes to this show looks right at the back, right at Mr. Blanking Self-Absorbed. No one else has any shot. No one else has a shot with any girl that comes in with buff and tough back there. I don't give a flying S about UFC. It's gay. (laughs) Who wants to see a bunch of dudes rolling around on the ground, quote-unquote grappling, unless you've touched other dudes' blanks? He's probably blanked one. Now, this is from January. Matt Albert is moving down. I guess he and Tommy are going to be Hefe and Dubs Part 2. The only problem is Matt's white twin Hooch has quicker wit than him. Oh. I think he's shot in the face. And his breathing sounds like a 747 engine. Great for radio, fat man. I hate everyone. No chick is good enough for me. Wah, wah, you effing turd. I guess that was about Matt. Hmm. Wow. The only way you're going to get a supermodel is by cutting a hole in a Barbie doll and blanking it, which you've probably done. This is true. Tommy thinks he's king of the world, so blanking absorbed, self-absorbed. He acts like it's his world and we're just living in it. 
Oh, thank you, kind sir, for letting me take a breath of your air. I hope I wasn't bothering you too much, sir. That's a short world, you ass. I don't even know what that means. Good luck reaching that top shelf I hid your cupcakes on. Maybe I should. He's always yelling at me to clean the apartment. I'll clean it when I blanking want to clean it, little man. Little does he know I spit in his laundry when it's in the dryer. And I lay in his bed when I get sweaty. But no, Tommy's the vindictive one. Score one for me, a-hole. Every time I look at Trouble's MySpace page... I see all, all I see is girls' comments about him. We get it. He's in shape. I bet he sits in front of the mirror all day, flexing and jerking off. (laughs) That's it. I'm done writing. Chunks, Corolla. Hit him again. What are you thinking, Matt? Tommy? I wish I could punch him. You can. Yeah. You're not on staff. True. <laughs> Tommy? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, I guess I can't hit him. But I don't know why you couldn't. He's your roommate. Hit him. Nah, I, it'll just cause trouble at the station. I'm just going to tie my shoes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And chunks the same. Oh, mad shot. Mad shot. Now he's up against the wall. Now he's up against the wall. Tommy has him in an arm bar. Tommy's got him in an arm bar in, in the closet, in Dubs' closet. And now he has bent him down into submission. Chunks is used to that. Did you tie your shoe? Uh, no, it's still untied, actually. Got sidetracked? Yeah, a little. Matt, do you need to tie your shoe? Yeah. Hold on, Matt's going to go tie his shoe. He's just not waking up. A Big Hands just got up. What did you do? Get sloppy seconds? <laughs> Big Hands whipping it out. We will put the uncensored version of this up on hideoutheretics.net. Oh, no. He's down on the ground. Here comes Matt. Oh! Oh my! Is your shoe tied? Oh, shoe's all tied up. Well, Chunks couldn't piss off the listener. Well, he actually probably did piss off. Would you like a free shot? That's <laughs> all right. Hey, let's hear it for the newbies who came in. I'm sorry. We skidded on you, but it had to be that way. We'll get you another prize, and congratulations to the club. Now, Tommy, what's going to happen at home on the show from now on? He just better get his laundry out as soon as possible. Although I don't know what I really could do to stained white shirts to make them any worse. Right. How is Chunks? He's still down on the ground. Dubs, any thoughts? What's going on? What do you? Th- I don't know. It's in your room. What are you thinking? I just wanted to stay out of it. I just back as far away as possible. What did you think of the letter? Uh, stupid of him. 
It's ridiculous. Look I think he, st- he he got choked out and then Matt hit him in the junk. And My can, shoe's still untied. And he can barely stand. All right, you go tie it yourself, fat man. <laughs> all right, well, there it is. You all right? Chunks, you wake up yet? Let's hear it for Matt and uh, Tommy. Chunks, 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 it ought to be fun. Yeah. Wake up. Oh, actually, tomorrow night, check out SBK Live. Monday, Monsters in the Morning, Shannonburg Middays, Phillips File in the Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America. Definitely the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless King Dude. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000, 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I, I 5,000.